We're doing it, hoes. Yes. Welcome to the intro. <laughs> We're yeah, here. Anyone, anyone can intro us in the intro. It doesn't have to be me. <laughs> yeah, Hi, baby. friends. <laughs> Welcome to season four. We're here. We made it. And it's it's we, it remains to be seen if we'll make it through. While we are, well, we have recorded all of these episodes. Who knows? Maybe something catastrophic will happen in the editing process. I'm but, a ghost now, <laughs> but still here. So you know, I'm cursed to continue doing this podcast. Only then will I be free once we've completed all of the shows. <laughs> so we're gonna slow it down. We think you know. <laughs> Same episode lengths, but we'll just only cover one episode an episode. And it'll no. be great. <laughs> I want to move on. <laughs> um, but uh, today, uh, on this app that you're about to listen to, we are covering episodes one and two of season four of The Vampire Diaries, Growing Pains and Memorial. In Growing Pains, in the season four premiere, Elena awakens on the morning after the accident. To find the thing that she dreaded most has come true. Yes, she is a vampire. Um, I added that part. Uh, in <laughs> Memorial, Elena tries to cope with the extreme highs and lows that are part of becoming a vampire, as Stefan and Damon argue about what is best for her. You see, when you're a vampire, everything's kind of like, like elevated, like kind of like more. Did the it? description actually say extreme <laughs> highs and lows? Yeah. Like the Riverdale thing? Like highs and lows of high school football? <laughs> You've never experienced the <laughs> Archie, I love you. Football war. Football war. You guys hear what's going on in Riverdale right now? Something I have longed for for a long time has finally come to pass. Football war? <laughs> Betty and Archie fucked. Ew. I saw a screen cap of them in bed and I didn't like it. They fucked aggressively in a shower and Ew. I was howling the whole time. I was like, Ugh. finally! Oh, no, wait, no. I, I remained completely silent and just like covered my mouth and watched like, oh my god, because um, I didn't believe that it was real, that this was really happening to me. Um, and Michael was like, Morgan, are you going to be okay? And I was like, no. Never going to be okay again. But... I guess we have to just move forward. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> I know he's supposed to be hot Archie who fucks, but I actually would prefer if Archie never fucks and is actually celibate, and um, I'm fine with that. Let Archie fuck. No, thank you. I'm sorry, KJ. <laughs> you do nothing for me. <laughs> KJ, I love you. Come on the pod. KJ, you're a Samoan prince, but you still do nothing for me. <laughs> I, I honestly find KJ Appa himself hotter than Archie because I think he seems like he's really goofy and weird. And of that, I am a fan. Quick uh, little round of Patreon news. Um, for those of you who do or do not yet subscribe to the Empire Diaries Patreon, um, there are a couple new developments that might make you want to join us. Um, first of all, we are still covering Legacies. Um, the last, the next episode should be up um, this week, probably already when you're listening to this. Uh, but they are taking a brief hiatus for a little while, so there's going to be a brief hiatus in our Legacies coverage. But the new and shiny thing over on the Patreon is that the book club is here. Book club. 
Um, if you haven't seen our posts on socials and Patreon about it, we're going to be reading uh, Jennifer L. Ehrmantraut's, um from Blood and Ash um, and uh, the next two books in that series uh, in preparation for the third one that's coming out, The Crown of Gilded Bones. Right? Nailed it. Yeah. Okay. I said it right this time. <laughs> um, uh, Jill introduced the series to me and I uh, lost my entire brain for it. So it'll be fun and horny and uh, we should have a good time. And uh, read literature with us. Um, Some sexy literature. <laughs> yeah, literature like a lot of fuckings. So, <laughs> so if that is not your deal, um, maybe wait, wait till we uh, do a different book. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that that's the big stuff that's going on over there. So um, uh, also we now have a Discord channel uh, where all of our ampies can talk about spoilery stuff. So if you're not on that yet, um, as a Patreon subscriber, uh, the link is posted in our Facebook group and on our Patreon. So you can click that and get chatting with other ampies about not Jill safe topics. Um, so far, uh, people look like they are using it and like they're having a really fun time. So yeah, thank that's you for awesome. using it. Yeah. I'm only checking general but if i see something that might be spoilery i'll just pass it up and then i'll be in the book club areas but other than that free reign spoilers <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i don't know anything else guys well then let's let them get right to it this is i mean we haven't even sung any black eyed peas <laughs> that's true what if i sing like just like just fergie is that allowed yeah um, okay. Um, what, hey, uh, da, 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 da. Um, for delicious definition. Make <laughs> I thought you were going to start like London I, Bridge I, and I was going to laugh really hard. I was going to start doing London Bridge and then Jill started because I was like, where should I start for delicious? Um, because I was like, oh, I could do like the bridge. Oh, like, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to say, my. <laughs> Uh, the London Bridge drop in the first Neighbors movie is one of my favorite needle drops in anything. Do you guys recall this? I don't. Yes, I do. Yeah, you do. Um, Jill, it is when Seth Rogen spies his wife, Rose Byrne, kissing a woman um, across the party. And he looks and then you just hear, oh, shit. And you see <laughs> Seth Rogen's like eyes just go wide as he's just, you know, transported into a beautiful place. And then, oh, shit. And then London Bridge plays. as She like confidently strolls away from having completely destroyed a couple by like making out with everyone. One and it is uh, Chef's Kiss, iconic. Um, I need to rewatch that. Like <laughs> In my opinion, the Neighbors movies, A plus Seth Rogen content, really a turning point in the way women are portrayed in like his like group of movies. Uh, in my opinion, because he like you know Agreed. likes his wife, and I remember reading an interview and they were like, yeah, we realized that like the way we portrayed our like the girlfriends and wife characters in all these movies sucked and was not yeah. the way that we act with our wives and girlfriends who we like so we hmm. needed to change that and i was like i, I feel yeah. like someone like a woman possibly said that before and she was kind of um scapegoated and blacklisted in hollywood um okay hmm. uh, not ring any bells no Sounds like a real bitch. She's probably <laughs> very cold. Um, like she should shut her fucking mouth. <laughs> Catherine Heigl, that's it. Oh! That's the one. 
Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I'm glad they realized it at some point. It's made for better movies. Um, I think the, the night before kind of as well, uh, which I finally watched uh, Very Stoned on Christmas Eve, which is the way you have to watch it. Um, don't do drugs, Morgan. Stop trying to get me to do drugs. I'm sorry. Don't. Don't. Too you pressure. could just have a drink. You could just have a drink or you could just watch it sober and have a great time. Um, but Jillian Bell is great in it. And she's Seth Rogen's wife in that movie. And she fucking owns. Cause... It's actually Gillian Bell. It is? No. <laughs> oh, God. I was going to just like it's, throw it's myself a fucking up. Jay. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm the, We've established that I'm the stupidest person either of you have ever met. Jilly. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Gilly's great. The way Kristen Wiig moves her limbs in Gilly's sketch is great. Yeah, we we had a we just recorded our uh, Patreon only mailbag, and we we had a real Gilly run. <laughs> and Jill was like, "What are you talking about?" I had no idea. It was like we were speaking a foreign language to her. Jill, what percent of our references do you not get and just don't say anything about? So we'll keep going, and you know, not bother most you. of them. Got it. <laughs> If I get one, I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like Good. when you brought up looking. <laughs> Gilly was just so foreign. She had to be like, what the fuck? Because to be fair, you and I immediately were like, Gilly, at the same point, And not knowing what that means and hearing it out of nowhere, probably <laughs> alarming. Just like me deer in the headlights, like what just happened? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry. (laughs) Good shit. Oh, wait. This is for the season four premiere, right? Yeah. So I'm going to – I have a playlist that I made of all the songs that we've talked about and sing. And I will be continuing as season four gets posted. I will add the songs (laughs) that we are going to sing this season. Mm -hmm. So follow the playlist. It's on Spotify. Yes, please. Jill re-listened to like most of our episodes to make this playlist. Not just most, all of them. <laughs> all of them, which is, well, I mean, once we got to season, like to late season three, since we were already like doing it, but yeah, uh, Jill's a superhero and uh, this playlist is really fun. It's so chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Would you expect anything else from us? <laughs> again, we've said it before, but we'll say it again. We sing a lot in season four. That is our coping mechanism. <laughs> Um, this is probably the episode with the least amount of singing in it that is going to happen this season. And this is Vampire Diaries' longest season, 23 episodes. Here we go. We felt all 23 of those episodes, didn't we, guys? Every single one. I I can't get back. (laughs) (laughs) I wait... For the postman Man. to bring me a letter, <laughs> I wait for the loving you, one that never, never leave me alone. Take out the pieces, Daddy, to hold me. That's what I needed. Uh-huh. Why'd you have to go? Why'd you have to go? Why'd you have to go? Daughter to father, daughter to father. I may not know you, but I still want to. That's what you're getting. 
Is that the new cut by Plum by Morgan? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, and that was a controlled version of what we later say. It was really just a screaming, just <laughs> screaming daughter to father. Uh, Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan's discography really helps us get through season four. So I hope you like it, Ampies. <laughs> Is that it? I think that's good. I think that's all we have. All right. Uh, without any further ado, Season Vampire four. Diaries. Wah! <laughs> <laughs> Wah! <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Empire Diaries. We know the risk, but we had to podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today, we are starting season four of the Vampire Diaries. Woo! Pew, pew, pew! Yeah. <laughs> Huzzah! Hell yeah. Uh, so today's episode is episodes one and two of season four, Growing Pains and Memorial. Uh, as we always do with these episodes, I have to start off by asking, Jill, how did you feel about these episodes of television? Um, I have to preface it with that we took a pretty long break between season three and season four. So I went in completely forgetting everything. That <laughs> so before I even started, I was like, um, can someone remind me how she died? <laughs> But as we kept going, it all came back to me. Um, and I really, really like the dynamic they're setting up with the trio, the love triangle here. Um, good dynamic. <laughs> I do still think uh, Steve is boring. <laughs> cool. Uh, good shit, though. Yeah. I enjoyed these. Cool. Morgan, how about you? Do you remember your uh, initial thoughts when you watched this back in the day? Um, I remember, honestly, like, I didn't remember the first one as well. Like, it, I don't watch it a lot. And I, I honestly didn't have a big, even a big memory of watching it with Michael in my most recent rewatch. But it's really solid. Uh, the second one, I remember a lot. The whole funeral set piece rips. It, it absolutely rules. So, yeah, I love Love, love, loved that. What about you, Latoya? Yeah, same kind of experience, basically, with Growing Pains. Like, I didn't really remember until we got into it, like, with past with the pastor. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to go kaboom at the end. <laughs> and again, didn't remember. Well, now I remember, because of what we did watch season three, that Meredith Fell is the most important character <laughs> in the history of the Vampire Diaries. She really is. Uh, yeah, seeing Cory DeVito's name in the credits again, I'm just like, you were on the show. <laughs> For a while. <laughs> Truly. Seeing another set in like the second episode, I'm like, oh yeah, she's going to be back more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely Memorial. I, I remember that episode, the funeral rules, as I kept saying during the scene in the chat, this rules, this rules, this rules. Uh, and then the, the Memorial that they have at the end, that, that definitely made me cry back in the day, especially with the, the, the Rick reveal. The, the cult of Rick is strong. <laughs> I really, it's hard to shoehorn Colton with Rick. That's I, I just do what I gotta do. It's hard, but you do it. But yeah, did you, Jill, did you remember that Rick died? Not until the previous days. 
<laughs> it was on the, the new previously is what threw me off. But then all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's right, you did that. Let's talk about the new peas because Morgan and I have been waiting for this. Uh, did they know the risk? <laughs> Clearly they didn't because they changed it. And I uh, do not like the new peas. Well, Morgan, it's my risk and mine <laughs> and mine. And mine. <laughs> and even hybrids. <laughs> and even hybrids. Amazing. Ah, uh, Jill, we, seriously, we have been waiting to mock these previously. It was not good. They're so bad. Jill, I don't know if you've noticed us sneaking and even hybrids into our chats and our podcast all the time. But we yeah. have. We've been saying <laughs> and even hybrids a lot. <laughs> I have to go back and listen. <laughs> uh, it's so stupid. Zoinks. The, the idea to have an even hybrid, as though hybrid is an established creature that everyone who's ever seen a monster show knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's bananas. And uh, I, I guess I get the need to be like, this is no longer the show about like the guy who moved to Mystic Falls. Like it's become a bigger ensemble and like everybody needs representation. And the CW was very big on having like the saga cell, like mm-hmm. of your whole like my name's Oliver Queen. Like I came to Starlight. So, yeah, whatever. I- I'm Barry Allen. I'm just an ordinary forensic scientist, as though a forensic scientist is an ordinary job. <laughs> Also, he was never an ordinary forensic scientist for any episodes of The Flash. He was already turned into The Flash in Arrow. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know that's not important, but... It is important, Morgan. It is. Uh, But yeah, I I genuinely... It's it's very goofy. And we'll get into it more as we discuss the episodes. But based on those previouslys and a certain buzzword that we've been teasing, but is now in full force here, the network notes had to be... This show is too complex. Please dumb it down for children to start watching. Mm-hmm. And they, they did it. They, they succeeded. <laughs> I will admit, for the most part, I am not looking forward to rewatching this season. And not just for the Elena vampire stuff that I mentioned that in the season three finale. It's, not, it's, it's a whole host of reasons from writing choices to casting choices. I think it ends strong. It ends strong. But the zigzagging to get to that ending is, it's, yeah, we're, not, we're definitely not going to be as amped as we were uh, for the first three seasons. But, like, we're always amped. But, like, like, this isn't our favorite season, obviously. Yes, definitely not my favorite season. I find four and five to be kind of a lot like season four of Buffy. The arc is not as strong, which is a disappointment given, I feel like, how tightly plotted seasons one, two, and three are. Like, the the pacing on the serialized stuff is so good, I feel like, on Mm -hmm. those for the most part. And that's something I think they lose a little bit in 4 and 5, because I think some of of the stories they're chasing, I think, are just a little weirder, a little harder, a little less effective. But I do think there's still stuff in these episodes that are great. You know, much like Buffy Season 4 is a ton of really great standalones. It's it's interesting in that, like, Buffy Season 4 is then leaving high school, so something about it feeling a bit uneven kind of works for it. Like, it feels like the growing pains of starting college and leaving high school. And I guess they're kind of doing that similarly with Elena's transition into a vampire and that feeling like a new and different way for the show to be. But um, we're going to see. I'm not as worried going into this because I think we're going to have a lot of memes to talk about. We're going to be saying heightened a lot. We're going to be talking about some hair. 
uh, and some jacked little boys. Yeah. I'm like, don't forget the jacked little boys. Uh, (laughs) A jacked little boy. As usual, I wish you guys could see Jill's face. (laughs) No. She looks scared. Let's see, Morgan, what do you think will scare Jill the most when we see it this season? Uh, The jacked little boy? The jacked little boy haunts my dreams, so... (laughs) I love how you, the picture just keeps showing up for you. I've unfortunately had to Google image certain things for this show, for this podcast several times. And the Jack Little Boy image is following me. Like it's, <laughs> it follows, but it's me and this certain picture of Jeremy Gilbert that is relentlessly pursuing me. Um, Ampies, once we finally get to that point, please uh, tweet at us. Just screenshots and gifts of that moment. <laughs> anyway. Uh, should we jump in to talking about 401? Let's talk some growing pains, baby. Show me that smile again. Oh, as long as we got each other, we got the world spinning right in our hands, baby, you and me. We gotta be the luckiest dreamers to So we opened our new peas. Then we, I have written in my notes, and even hybrids in all caps with a Z. So we open <laughs> on white and just like blinding white and a bunch of sounds. So like church bells, sirens, yard work, which I think is meant to be like when Jill later asks, like, doesn't Elena feel any differently? I'm like, yeah, those are her heightened senses. Um, she is hearing all of this stuff because uh, she is now a vampire or not quite uh so she wakes up and stefan is there do we want to create a term for the pre-vampire experience should we just call it the pre-vampire experience <laughs> a pre-vamp <laughs> pre-vamp okay she's like she's like going through vampire puberty 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 oh no uh so she wakes up and stefan is there and he explains the accident to her and then we reveal that damon is there as well because the second elena asks about matt damon butts in is like is he alive ask stefan the hero uh, as you even noted in the chat uh damon's a real piss baby in this episode a piss baby for sure do i love him absolutely is he a little <laughs> piss baby that's for dang sure <laughs> the girl he loved almost died she did die she did she's dead <laughs> I would be a piss baby too. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, uh, Evan's like, don't worry, Matt's fine. And Elena's, okay, oh, thank you. Like, how did you? And Damon says, save you? He didn't. Jesus. He's coming in hot already. Truly head full of steam. <laughs> so we explain the whole thing, which is Rebecca uh, stood in the middle of the road and uh, because she was mad. And Matt drove the car off the bridge to avoid hitting her, which she would have survived. And she had vampire blood in her system because of the uh, wonderful doctor, Meredith Fell, who's good at her job. <laughs> and uh, she used Damon's blood to heal Elena and told no one about it. Uh also, I love that Rebecca has two modes, uh, standing in the middle of Wikiroo Bridge because she's mad, or standing in the middle of Rickley Bridge because uh, the trees. <laughs> I miss the trees already, you guys. Oh, no. Oh, we don't miss the trees. <laughs> so Elena's like, oh, holy shit. Does that mean I'm, like, dead? She's horrified. She's like, this wasn't supposed to happen. It's very sad. 
And uh, Stefan's like, well, hey, maybe it doesn't have to. We're talking to Bonnie. She says she's really strong right now. And, you know, she brought Jeremy back to life that time he was shot by a police officer, which is a crazy thing that happened and is insane. Um, And Bonnie brought him back to life. So maybe she can do it again with you. Damon is not as optimistic and uh, they fight a lot. And Elena is like crying and she's like, I was ready to die. I was supposed to die. Like, I can't be a vampire. If there's something Bonnie can do, we have to try. And Stefan's like, of course, we will. We'll try everything. And Damon's like, ugh, yeah, your choice, Elena, as always. (laughs) Baby. I love to mock a woman's agency. (laughs) Elena again confirms she wanted the D. She got the D. She got the D. And now she got the D. She's mad about it. And I'm like, Elena, (laughs) you're what you wish for. Uh, so then downstairs, uh, Damon and Stefan are uh, drinking uh, brown liquor and fighting. And like Damon is like, she's either like she dies because she doesn't complete the transition or she becomes a vampire. There's no weird third thing. I mean, there, we learned there is a weird third thing, but Grams doesn't like it. Yep. Uh, so Damon's like, you should have let Matt die. Like, this is really fucked. And uh, Stefan's like, she told me to save Matt. So I did. And Damon says, and now the world has one more quarterback. Bravo, brother. Morgan, Jill, say that Elena was your girlfriend. And yeah. you came yeah, you came to save her after a truck goes crashing off Rookery Bridge. And she says, save Matt. Would you save Matt or would you save Elena? I'd save Elena. I would save them both. I just think you can take both seatbelts off and haul them to the surface together. I don't understand why it's binary here. And my question is, why can't vamps zoop in the water? Yeah, couldn't he have zooped? Or would it... But they weren't deep enough for that to be a problem with, like, their lungs or anything. Yeah, they should have... He should have zooped. Or saved them both at the same time. But I guess if Elena asked me, I would save Matt because she cares a lot about her choices. And also, it's important to save Maddie Blue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, Jill has no feelings about no. that. So. <laughs> I would say Elena. <laughs> Latoya, what about you? Uh, I pass. <laughs> I mean, I guess if if my girlfriend Elena asked me to save Matt, I would I would save Matt because I respect uh, Elena Damon. Uh, but now I'm going to ask, uh, what if Elena was in the truck with her best friend Tyler, Jill, and she was your girlfriend, but you of course had secret feelings for Tyler. Guys, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> now who are you gonna choose jill elena my girlfriend or secret love tyler <laughs> secret lovers I, that's who you are <laughs> this is breaking me i can't answer this <laughs> yes hmm. <laughs> not so easy when it's your boy is it <laughs> What if it was Tyler instead of Maddie Blue Morgan? What about you? <laughs> she asked me. So the thing is, like, she is like Morgan. Save Tyler, my best friend. If she, the thing is, like, that we are not talking about in this situation is Elena has been in this situation before. Like, she has been at the bottom of this lake in a car with someone she loved, and she like respected and appreciated her father's choice even in death and she's trying to make her own choice right now like she gets it she knows the gravity of it so like i feel like i would have to listen to my girlfriend elena but also i would save both of them at the same time because you can and it's not hard (laughs) this is like a a jack and rose uh on the door situation (laughs) but yes i would save her best friend tyler because she asked (laughs) 
Meanwhile, Jill's like, uh. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Jill, we'll move on. Thank you. You're welcome. So Stefan says, look, I I made this choice and I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. So just like, let me try to fix it. Meanwhile, upstairs, Elena's going light bulb crazy. Um, she's looking in the mirror again. She's staring at her reflection in her mirror, which is very season one vibes. And she is looking to see if her fangs have sprouted yet. Uh, and she just is like experiencing sensory overload. But then who shows up but her little brother, Jeremy. Jill's face. Not a friend. Not a friend to Jill. <laughs> also, uh, the idea of fangs sprouting really tickled me. Yeah. <laughs> So she's like, Jeremy, my brother, who I love. And uh, she hugs him and he's like, are you all right? Because I remember watching Vicky go through this and she was not well. Like her emotions were all over the place and all these old memories came flooding back. But I'm sure that's not going to happen to you. Uh, And Elena looks over at the light bulb that she's very angry at. But she's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm not Vicky. I'm great. (laughs) She's not great. She's not Vicky, but she's also not great. She's not great. And Jeremy actually is very smart in this scene because he goes, no, you're not. You're you. You act like everything's okay. So no one worries about you, but you need help. Yeah. uh, So, of course, we and by we, I mean, Jill was like, shut up, Jeremy, throughout both of these episodes. But Jeremy was right in the things he was saying in both of these episodes. We have to acknowledge that. The thing is, I was on to hate him. I told him to shut up in our chat when he said it's better than you being a vampire. I mean, if you listen to his list of every dead person in his life, that adds Elena to it. He wants one person in his life to not be dead. That is all he is asking. I mean, she's still there. He can talk to her. She dead, though. Vampires are cool. Why did the, the spirit thing? <laughs> spirit thing vampires are cool let her be a vampire (laughs) but i also think like even if even if this is the way jeremy feels don't tell her (laughs) keep that to yourself like she's clearly not well he's like you're not well so i'm gonna tell you upsetting information like jeremy best timing uh so like elena's like hey have you talk to Bonnie and Jeremy's like yeah she said when I was shot she made some plea to the witch spirits to bring me back and they listened and Elena's like yeah but the consequences were pretty bad and he's like what could be worse than you becoming a vampire he says I need my sister not one of them that's when I told him to shut up that's the moment he's right though but also he's dumb for saying what could be worse it's like you're not paying attention to the consequences that keep happening every time Bonnie disobeys the spirits for your dumb ass because it keeps being for his dumb ass by the way it does and also like he is also the one who's seen the toll it's taken on her probably the most yeah he's been with her when she's been kind of privately hiding the nosebleeds and all of the things that have happened in the past and yeah that usually comes out and other people hear about it but he's really seen it firsthand and been very angry about it when they were dating so the least he could fucking do is be mad about it when they're friends like are they still dating actually no because she was like like jamie yeah Yeah. i had the same thing i was like aren't they dating at one point then i was like oh i guess not so it's fine that he's making eyes at april i forgot about it because they just wrote tv's robert rashad off off screen so yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> but not R.I.P. because at least he got to live. He did get to live. So then Jeremy leaves and Elena crushes the light bulb in her fist because she's doing great. 
I did that like this morning. It's just what I do in the morning. So it's fine. It's just what you do when you're doing great. So then we are in uh, the Lockwood cellar. Klaus's body is lying desiccated. But you know who is still there? Klaus in Tyler's body. Woo! T. Klaus. T. Klaus. I'm going to say it right here. T. Klaus can get it. Yes. I, yes. The minute I remembered how angry I was that that happened, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I, we're going to have to sit through this. And then he started talking, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's sit through this. <laughs> I remember you being mad about this, and I'm like, why are you mad about this? It's hot. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe Jill isn't horny for this. <laughs> I definitely forgot that T. Klaus is actually good. Like, Michael Trevino as Klaus is like, he's good at it. He's very good at being Klaus. Very good. It's like, we talked a lot about how Matt Davis, like, as a lawyer at Klaus, was like, it was fun. It just wasn't Klaus. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is very much Klaus. And, like, Tepino is very good in this role. He is so good. It's, it's like, it's really Klaus, but he's not, like, playing up an accent too much. Like, it's a very, he's threaded a very specific needle that I think is really impressive of being recognizably Klaus, but not, like, a spot-on imitation. It's, like, a different body's interpretation of Klaus's essence or whatever. It rules. He's so hot. Congrats to Trevino. <laughs> Choo choo! <laughs> All aboard! Chugga 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 chugga. <laughs> so yeah, holy shit! I'm uh, not well. This whole scene, uh, my notes uh, consist of T. Klaus and Bonnie choke? Question mark. Hot? Question mark. Exclamation point. My notes are just Tyler Klaus. Very hot. Uh, I don't know what else happened in the scene. <laughs> I saw him choke Bonnie and I gasped, so. (laughs) So let me look at this uh, transcript that tells us the plot that happened in this scene. Uh, Apparently, (laughs) Tyler T. Klaus is like, hey, I want to be back in my body, which, why? (laughs) And Bonnie's like, I can't right now. And uh, T. Klaus is like, your history teacher outed Tyler and Caroline to the council. They're on a warpath. This body's vulnerable. And Bonnie's like, I have to, like, help Elena before she transitions into a vampire. And T. Klaus is like, I don't know, Elena's dead, so who gives a shit? Like, she's no longer my concern. (laughs) Uh, And Bonnie's like, fuck you, I just saved your life. And then T. Klaus uh, grabs her by the throat. We all gasp. (laughs) And he threatens to rip her tongue out, which is... I love a threat. rip her tongue out, his tongue. uh, (laughs) More threats, more threats. Uh, please thank you (laughs) so bonnie's like hey if i can keep elena human you get an endless blood supply for your hybrids isn't that what you fucking want and he's like "Ugh, yes fine but no one can know that i'm you know who i am you get me and uh we cut to mystic falls hospital (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah our favorite character is here (laughs) the best character the triumphant return. <laughs> God. Uh, I wish just like an electric guitar riff had happened when she walked on screen. <laughs> like Saved by the Bell. Yep. Uh, so Meredith Bell is walking down the hallway being a great doctor. And who does she run into but Pastor Young, some white guy. Uh, played by uh, a, a Hey, It's That Guy, Michael Riley Burke. He has been in episodes of like every television show that's ever existed. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, his IMDb is like long. <laughs> good, for good for him. him. Yeah. yeah, absolutely good for him. He's very solid in this role. No, yeah. no complaints. <laughs> yeah, he's a solid hates bat guy. So mm. just by seeing him, you're like, this guy's a prick. I don't care if he's a pastor. He's a prick. Yeah, you're like, this guy fucking sucks. So uh, good on him. Mer- Meredith's like, oh, Pastor Young, to what do we owe the honor? Don't tell me it's your blood pressure again, because I'm a doctor, you know? You can't fix blood pressure with blood- vampire blood. Yeah, I know she's tried. <laughs> Pastor Young's like, oh, I wish it was my blood pressure. <laughs> but I'm here because I'm, you know, taking over the hospital now. I forgot that, like, evil Rick's whole thing when he, like, took over the council like led to a militia like rounding everyone up i forgot about that after i'm like well rick's dead now it doesn't matter and then like we're on the lamb like what it's fucked up like mystic falls is under like creepy militia rule i don't care for it pastor young and his dudes are like seizing power from the major institutions uh so he's here he's like we're adding security measures. The blood in this place is a habit of flying off the shelves. And Meredith's like, wait, I need that for my job. <laughs> and he's like, who gave you this authority? And he's like, the council. They've entrusted me to secure the town. And unlike some of our founding families, I don't have conflicting interests. So he's like, Alaric told us everything, Meredith. You should probably start looking for a new job. <laughs> and she's like, but I'm so good at this one. <laughs> and I'm never leaving the show, so... <laughs> Oh my god. In a close-by hospital room, Matt and Caroline are there together. The dream team. Uh, (laughs) Matt's been discharged. He's getting dressed. I said what I said. No, take it back. I said what I said. Whether friends or more, Matt and Caroline are two cuties. Mm -hmm. And when they hang out, good stuff happens. Uh They do good deeds together. (laughs) Uh, Matt is very upset because he is blaming himself for Elena's transition and, you know, her death. And Caroline's like, look, she doesn't want to be dead now. And she's not. This isn't your fault. And he's like, it absolutely is my fault. I was driving. I was saved. He he drugged her in the first place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why is no one talking about that part? Because that's the part you can get mad at him for. Yeah. Did I, guys, my brain does not hold anything. Did people know that he drugged her? Well, I mean, Elena could have said it. Like, why were you in that truck anyway? Uh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah, no one's asking, why were you guys driving? Mm-hmm. Like, right. no one knows that he was taking her out of town. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was also a Jeremy plan as well. Mm-hmm. So also we have to blame Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy really- for everything. Yeah, has no, like, feelings about that, so now we can hate Jeremy. Jeremy has no guilt whatsoever. He's like, how dare my sister become one of those things? Jeremy! Like, whose idea was it for her to leave town? Fuck you. <laughs> we are coming in hot with our Jeremy opinions. In season four, we're not getting better with Jeremy. We're only going getting worse. I'm so sorry. It is downhill from here. I don't think I'm going to be sympathetic to Jeremy again. The larger his oh, no. muscles, the more we hate him. <laughs> Sound of a white cloth? No, that was uh, a Miller High Life. The champagne of beers. The champagne of beers. <laughs> uh, Caroline's like, hey, you know, when, when Matt's like, she's a vampire because of me. She's like, cool out of the B word. I'm a fugitive. 
Uh, we love Caroline on the lamb. I wish she was wearing like uh, like a scarf over her head and like big sunglasses, like she was about to be on like a convertible road trip out of town. But um, she's not for some reason. I mean, if she she, she had her Tyler, then that's what would have been happening. But new plan is not so. Yeah. Moment of silence for how cute their getaway would be. <laughs> would have loved to see them body and colliding. Sorry, Jill. Jill. Sorry, I'm killing you. That. Was so painful to picture. <laughs> oh, Jill. What I would get that, that, baby. <laughs> oh my god. Would be very cute. So Matt's like, wait, why the fuck are you here if the council's after you? And she's like, because I don't know where to go. And she starts crying. She's like, Tyler's dead. Because she thinks that Tyler's dead. And she's like, everything's different now. And she and Matt hug. And it's incredibly sweet. And I do believe at the time, I was like, this is... The moment. <laughs> I was like, get her back, Matt. Really? Her boyfriend just died. Look! Grief works in mysterious ways. <laughs> You're like, yeah, Klaus wants her, but like, she's definitely going to choose Matt over Klaus. <laughs> Look, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm more into Matt and Caroline than I am into Klaus and Caroline. I mean, I agree, but like, I don't think Matt was in the running at this point. Matt you were her a weird horse. <laughs> I want him to. I do. I want to watch that. I want to watch Zach Rorick draw a horse in real time. (laughs) (laughs) Very sternly. (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) Um, Good show. Uh, So, yeah, so she's really upset. And then a fucking proud boy looking motherfucker tries to check in on them and uh caroline has to zoop away and matt's like can i help you and he's like oh no no he's looking around because it's all good here and uh yeah. clearly we're in trouble according to the credits his na- like he's deputy adams i don't think they ever say his name mm-hmm. that's who he is it's like we've never seen him before why do we need to know that he's deputy adam he's that proud boy looking motherfucker truly a dapper looking white nationalist I'm not a fan. I think he like played a cop or something on Revenge. I know he was like in three episodes of Revenge. I think he was a cop. <laughs> got that cop look. <laughs> yeah. He's got that look. <laughs> Looking like a cop. So then at the Lockwoods, Carol is getting arrested. <laughs> and they're like, we need to ask you questions about your son. And she goes, you can't arrest me. I'm mayor of this town. <laughs> you're like, not anymore, bitch. Yeah, truly. Pastor Young says, not anymore, you're not. <laughs> You can't unmake her mayor. What you authority does the Founders Council have? I'm actually, I'm sure the Founders Council has so much authority because she's like fucking Honoria Fell's bitch ass was like, mm-hmm. we gotta have this authority. Also, Miranda and Grayson Gilbert apparently um, had a big old plan. We will talk about this. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, so then uh, we're in Town Square and uh, Pastor Young's reign of terror continues. Sheriff Liz Forbes is parking her car and trying to walk to her job. And a pastor stops her and is like, sorry, you're not going to work today. We're taking your badge. You're not fit to protect us anymore. And like deputies surround them. And Liz is like, what the fuck? You have no idea what you're up against. And he says, on the contrary, Liz, I've already taken your deputies. We've got the town's entire supply of Urbane, including the stash found in the Salvatore house. We're making our move. Ooh. First of all, it's like a metaphorical punch to the back of the head is what they're doing. <sighs> Second of all, like, 
they really they don't show them going to the stash the salvators, but I feel like they should. They should show them raiding the salvators. How's that that go down? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know they never lock their door or anything, but like usually someone's there. The raid of the salvator house is just walking in. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see it though. I do. I want to be the one terrible cop who raided the salvator house and just walking in and be like, mm, "It's really great here." Pour myself <laughs> a drink, walking around, nice rugs. It's cool here. Check out Damon's rain shower. <laughs> Great kitchen we haven't seen yet. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Fuck cops. Uh, I do <laughs> really want it. Uh, want to say that at under the Caroline and Matt scene, I wrote Huggy and then did a heart. <laughs> You're so stupid. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> is that another note that says, wow, this is their time? To be fair, this time going through it, I was like, this is a nice moment for friends. <laughs> yeah. But like young Morgan was like, it's going to happen. Young Morgan needed it to happen and it didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, young Morgan. And, but Morgan was like a sophomore in college and she was not doing well. <laughs> no. She didn't know she wasn't doing well, though. <laughs> that she didn't know how badly she needed this. <laughs> oh, boy. Then at Caroline's, Caroline gets a call from her mom who's like, hey, where are you? Hope it's far away. And Caroline immediately goes, where am I? Uh, good question. Uh, there's just a whole lot of boring highways. Why? Is everything okay where you are? God, Caroline. At least she's bad at something. And she's immediately kidnapped and injected with a vervain syringe. And her mom hears everything. I'm actually surprised, though, that Pastor Young and them, like, let Liz just go so she could call her daughter. Yeah. That is strange. Or were they like, well, we respect the officer, sheriff, or some bullshit? Like, yeah. I don't understand your plan. It's bad. Yeah, like, what did they do after they, like, why did they let Carol go? Like, I don't understand their plan. It's not good. I mean, we're already unlawful arrest anyway, so they didn't have to let them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they still also have power if they're, like, everyone still knows them as the mayor and the sheriff. Yeah, it's not like the, the whole town. town. Yeah. It, yeah, it's only 12 people who are doing this. 12 people who are, like, the council, as we learn at the end. So, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just waving my hands around, like, someone give me an answer. <laughs> uh, I just have my notes for that scene. Caroline Tagen, sad face, again. Because, you know, we all need to see Caroline kidnapped and tortured again. Yep. Then we go to the Gilbert kitchen and Elena is eating a very gross sandwich uh, given to her by Stefan, which well, is no, weird because like, Stefan makes good sandwiches. Yeah, it's a very good sandwich, but because she's hungry and it's not for food, it's a very bad sandwich. Probably also, some homemade mozzarella. <laughs> also, there's like no lighting in the, the Gilbert kitchen for once, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Very weird to see a dim Gilbert kitchen. Yeah, so she admits that like she's fully going to throw up because she cannot do this. She's like, I never thought I'd be saying this, but I can't stop thinking about blood. <laughs> and Stefan's like, fuck, I should have saved you first. Like, I'm sorry. And she's like, no, no, no. Then Matt would be dead. What do you think I'd be going through then? Which is very fair. She consoles him and is like, you did the right thing. You did what you always do. You respected my choice, which is very sweet. But Stefan is still brooding. He's like, but what if Bonnie can't figure out a way to help you? Because then you're going to have another choice to make. You have to either let yourself die or be a vampire. And Elena says, well, then cross that bridge when we come to it. And then she laughs because that is wordplay. And it's ironic, I think, in the (laughs) Elena's kind of way. (laughs) 
and she starts laughing hysterically, but also she's looking around like she's very confused that she's laughing, and she kind of freaks out, and she's like, why the fuck am I laughing? She's like, this is very funny to me all of a sudden, and it shouldn't be, and Stefan's like, yeah, I think, like, your emotions are heightened. That's one. Uh, and she's like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and like the sunlight's freaking her out she's just like having a panic attack and laughing and I was like big quarantine mood y'all were having some uh relationship later during these episodes yes I was like this is me um like most days I have a moment like this during core in the past uh, month or so I very recently had a moment where I just couldn't stop laughing (laughs) (laughs) even though I was in a terrible mood so (laughs) very relatable here (laughs) oh no Uh. (laughs) this is gonna it's going to awaken some things during quarantine It really is, especially given that, like, all of her, like, it's too sunny out. I've, like, become nocturnal. <laughs> I thought you already were nocturnal. I was not. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's not great. Um, but anyway, we love Elena. We're worried about her. She seems uh, deeply, deeply unwell. She goes upstairs and she's like, ah, to relax. But who is there but herself? <laughs> uh, this is when she walks in and watches the memory uh, that was compelled away, uh, like, happened around her in her room of when Damon says, I love you to her. And it's pretty cool. Uh, Jill, what did you think of this? I loved that moment. I was wondering how they were going to have everything come back. Loved having her watch it play out in front of her. So good. So good. I'm back on the Damon train. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's a, a cool uh, visualization of how, like, when you like become a vampire or you're transitioning, those memories come back. It's it's really nice to see. And of the positives that I can give Elena turning to a vampire, one of them is getting those memories back. So having full context for everything with Damon. Mm-hmm. So you know, to make it an informed uh, decision, if you will, in the future. Yes, um, and I I really like seeing like we. When that scene happened for the first time, I know I went absolutely crazy uh, on this podcast. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) it was great to see it again. (laughs) If I were Elena, I'd be feeling a lot of ways. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, she seems uh, very visibly affected by seeing him say it. And it's, uh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, Elena's just like there and all she can do is like stare and like feel. (laughs) Yeah, so then we're left feeling those feelings. And it's uh, pretty wild. I've written compulsion wearing wearing off and yes, in all caps. <laughs> Speaking of feeling intense emotions, we cut to some of Klaus's drawings. <laughs> uh, Rebecca is looking at him and getting emotional. And then she starts tearing them apart. Uh, Damon shows up and uh, tries to kill her. <laughs> Uh, Rebecca makes a very mean joke, which is tragic about Elena. Not to make a gray cloud grayer, but does Matt even have car insurance? Uh, Rebecca, he's nice to you and you have to, like, laugh at him being poor. I can't, yeah, he's the only one of them who has been very kind to you. Like, even when he didn't have to be. (laughs) Oh, Rebecca, I know you're angry because your dumb brother died, but, like... (laughs) It made me Don't chuckle. take it out on Matt. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a good, hilarious. it's a good bit. But like, she didn't need to do that. Yeah, like, make another joke. 
Yeah. 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 The Matt slander. Uh, so Damon uh, tries to tries to kill her, but uh, then suddenly the terrifying militia shows up and uh, they get Rebecca, but David manages to escape and they have like wooden bullets and all this shit. It's wild. Then we go back to the Gilberts. Elena is looking at a photo of her and her parents. She's getting sad and then she hears some noise downstairs and she walks down to find Stefan at gunpoint. Um, surrounded by a bunch of officers and the pastor and things are not looking good for our heroes dun 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 (laughs) they are just getting all around town i don't really know the geography of mystic falls past like main street (laughs) so i don't know the distance and if they're like going in a weird loop or anything (laughs) to get to these houses morgan any idea i mean i assume you can drive through mystic falls in 20 minutes like i don't think it's a big place yeah. I feel like it's yeah. like Stars Hollow where you just walk everywhere. <laughs> we drive a lot. I understand like the geography of Stars Hollow though, like from Main Street to like their homes. I just couldn't do that with Mystic Falls. No, couldn't do That's it fair. whatsoever. Like, for example, because the Salvatore boarding house, like I think it's on the edge of town. Is that what they is that they said I that or am I making so. that up? I think so because it's by the woods. Like I, yeah. I think that means it is. Yeah. But also so is the Lockwood estate. Yeah, and where is, uh, like, the the Michelson's mansion? No idea, and I have no idea where, like, the Forbes live in relation to ever. Like, I, I mean, I know that Matt lives wherever the poor part of town is, but I have no <laughs> idea where that is. Bonnie just got a house, so. But, <laughs> wait, we decided she? that was her, yeah, we decided that was, like, her, just the, the set for her mom's house <laughs> we dressed. Bonnie lives in the clock tower. Uh, Bonnie lives in Founders Hall. <laughs> Which, oh, I know that, damn it, we should have said this in the intro, because like, one of our uh, ampies sent us a tweet about like, how there are no doorknobs in the Lockwoods, and then they brought up, uh, like, Miss um, Mystic Falls, but, like, no, that's Founders Hall that has, like, no doorknobs. That's so weird. What? <laughs> Makes sense. It's also, like, confusing, as, as I have done many times, Lockwood Manor and the damn Founders Hall, a place I've never seen before, which has been here in multiple episodes. <laughs> They look very similar. Yeah. Carol, like, turned the doorknob to open the door to let in uh, Connor in episode two. Carol. I love Carol, you guys. <laughs> uh, Carol just keeps letting people in and there are guns being pointed. Arrests happening. She's doing her best. It's not doing well. Carol, like, it's time to start dating. Get you a man, Carol, oh, to protect Carol. yourself. Yes. I am also just, like, imagining, like, a Carol, like, second act dating a lady thing. And I'm just like, yes, Carol. Just, like, Tyler should have two moms. And that should should be, like, he should be a jock with two moms. Yeah, He's like, yeah, I got two moms. What the fuck? Like, he should just become yeah. Channing Tatum in 22 Jump Street. Carol and Liz should start dating. And Caroline and Tyler would be like, what moms? Come on. It's like the end of Drive Me Crazy. And then Damon can't be mean to Tyler because it's Liz's kid. <laughs> Liz will be like, I hear you're really mean to my son, Damon. <laughs> We'll be like, I'm not the drama. <laughs> this is, this what is I want. good. This is the show now. Would have, would love. Look, maybe it'll happen. Maybe I just don't remember. <laughs> uh, so, speaking of Carol, T. Klaus is getting a call from her. He looks at the phone and he says, Ah, you incessant woman. 
<laughs> That's a goddess, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh. uh, women only goddesses if they don't have children. <laughs> oh. I don't like Klaus then. His feminism is exclusionary. <laughs> oh, no. So uh, T. Klaus picks up the phone and is like, hi, mom. <laughs> like, I wish he had done his like Klaus American accent. <laughs> Howdy, mother. <laughs> but he doesn't. He just does a normal voice. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. What's happening? She's like, well, I got fucking arrested. And like, every- I got grilled on your whereabouts. Don't tell me where you are. The less I know, the better. He's like, okay, I'm fine, but relax. And she's like, you didn't answer your phone. I was so scared that you were with Caroline. And uh, T-Klaus is like, wait, huh? Like, he no longer is trying to get her off the phone. He goes, what happened to Caroline? (laughs) Zoinks. And he is told that the council took her, and he does not seem pleased. He is not pleased at all. I asked this in the chat, too, because we have Klaus in Tyler's body, and both of them like Caroline. So is it just, like, overwhelmingly... In love with Caroline? I feel like Klaus's hold on Tyler in his mind is probably pretty strong. So I would assume that there is, like, not no any Tyler. Tyler that can seep in. But, like, no. but love is muscle so memory, baby. <laughs> no. Don't say muscle memory. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the heart, hey, the heart is a muscle. Um, Shut up, Carly Ray. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Thank you very much. And go get my sword but yeah i i don't know I, I i would assume no even though my uh romance loving heart wants to tell you yes a thousand times yes i'm gonna tell Sorry, myself no. yes I, and i'm gonna i'll allow it yeah, thank you <laughs> yeah sure you, you can have that for yourself too. <laughs> i need it so then we cut to two women uh, tied up in the back of a van. Um, and those women are Caroline and Rebecca. They're tied up with vervain robes. And Caroline's like, looks like Alaric outed all of us to the council. And Rebecca's like, what the fuck can they do to me, though? They got you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, kidnap you? <laughs> they did this pretty well. Uh, but then all of a sudden, the car screeches to a halt and flips over uh, Caroline and Rebecca go flying. The van lands on its side. They're fine, but they're freaked out. They're like, what the fuck has happened? Then suddenly we see a police car speeding around. We see a door get ripped off the van. And it is Tyler Klaus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Caroline is like, holy shit, Tyler? Like, she starts crying, which is so sweet. And he's like, yeah, I'm harder to kill than you think. And he rips the ropes off of her. And she's like, I can't believe you're alive. Like, how are you alive? And uh, she's very, very emotional. And um, she's like, there's no time to explain. We've got to go. And Rebecca's like, well, what about me? And Caroline has already run away. (laughs) So this little asshole can say this. And he goes, keep him busy, little sister. And he like gives her a wink and runs away. And we we go off Rebecca screaming, that's not possible. (laughs) (laughs) I am hysterical in this scene like this scene is a full comedy scene it is great i am happy any other thoughts gang that's just a little bitch little stinker but trevino ripping doors down just i want more of that more aggressive i mean he's already (laughs) angry so just like just add more (laughs) (laughs) oh jill you gotta type (laughs) i need violence (laughs) 
Cool quote. <laughs> Come to the right place. <laughs> uh, so then we go to the Gilberts, and Damon and Liz and Meredith and Matt are in this scene, the dream team. <laughs> Liz and Damon are talking. Like, Damon's like, tell me of any intel on what's going on. And she's like, I can't. Like, the council locked Carol and me out of our offices. We have no access to files or our computers. And Damon's like, so the mayor and the sheriff never contemplated a backup plan? They're not good at this. We know. That's how you got away with it for three seasons. <laughs> so Meredith's like, Damon, relax. <laughs> I'm me, here. Meredith. <laughs> Jill, how do you feel about the fact that Meredith Cavell is the most important character still on the show? I... She... She's there. Yeah, she is. So now they, they kind of are all speculating and nobody has any leads or any ideas. Matt walks in and Damon freaks the fuck out and grabs him by the throat and starts choking the life out of him. And he yells at him, in what world are you the one that gets to live? I become livid. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, to be Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meredith and Liz try to like pull him off of Matt. It does not work. Damon releases him of his own volition and Matt is again able to breathe. What if this has nothing to do with that, what's happening in the scene? Besides the fact, what if in, uh, oh, here's my beer, by the way. <laughs> in uh, Rick's will, he's like, Damon, you now have to be best friends with Meredith. Meredith is the new me. <laughs> Jill. No. I would love no. that. Jill, you gotta say things because they can't see your face. I know. I'm I'm a facial person. I'm bad at voice. But um <laughs> uh, uh mm. Damon, you have to be best friends with Meredith. That's my my last wish I dying wish. before I die. It would be a joke because he would know that they wouldn't <laughs> work. <laughs> That'd be a terrible thing. But, like, Meredith's a cool girl. She likes cool. whiskey. She likes burgers. Cool girl is whiskey. game. <laughs> I would love if he had best friend instructions to Damon in his will. <laughs> oh, God. Damon, delete my browser history and be best friends with Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> Even though she's terrible yeah. at her job. Teach her how to do her job. <laughs> I've been raising money to send Meredith back to medical school. <laughs> she clearly needs it. <laughs> All of my money should be given to her. So she Sorry, can go Jeremy back. And Elena. They have enough money from their parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're rich kids. Mm -hmm. Sell the house. Like, that's worth a bunch of money. Oh, God. Imagine. I'm sorry. Just imagine if they have to sell the house and Jeremy's little bitch fit at that. The realtor showing them around and Jeremy's like, you know. Don't, don't live here. I'm a ghost. Jeremy pretending to be a ghost to scare off people trying to buy his house. Oh, oh no. no. I'm, I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'm a ghost. Ghosts look just like you and me. I know because I can see them. Because I am one. Ghost boy. Oh no. Full Danny Phantom. <laughs> Jeremy's that Danny Phantom ass bitch. I would just like getting him more if he was Danny Phantom. Yeah, Danny Phantom's hot. <laughs> oh no, he's cute. He's a nice boy. Anyway, uh, how many? Uh, I'm sorry. How many hypotheticals have we said on this episode? A few. <laughs>
Um, moving right along, uh, we go to the pastor's ranch and the pastor is talking to Elena and he's like, do you still want to be a writer? And I laughed out loud. I was like, remember when that was Elena's dream? Yeah, she wanted to be a professional diary writer. We discussed this. All I could think of was that moment in Gossip Girl when uh, they're at the college party and someone asks Blair, like, yeah, Dan's a great writer. Have you like, like I read his piece in the New Yorker. Have you read his stuff? And she goes, Dan's a writer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blair. As Michael's favorite Gossip Girl joke. <laughs> I uh, I felt that exact thing. I was like, Elena's a writer. <laughs> and I loved it. But apparently she instilled in Pastor Young's daughter a great love of writing, uh, which Pastor is very Young sweet. Pastor Young has a daughter, guys. Write that in your vampire diaries. <laughs> so Elena's like, hey, why did you uh, kidnap me? And he's like, well, my deputies can watch out for us here. No vampires have been invited in. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but years ago, it was your parents who were advocating having an emergency plan like this. I just never thought we'd actually have to use it. So let's talk about it, shall we? We've, we've, we've talked about it a few times on the show before, but like, Elena's parents, yikes. Like, things would not go well if they were alive mm-hmm. and Stefan and Damon were in her life. Which is why I feel like I, the, the, I think the Liz thing, the Liz story where she like, you know, rejects Caroline's like vampire identity and then ultimately accepts it is so important because- None of them really have present parent figures uh, except mm-hmm. for her. And, and this would have happened to Elena had she not, you know, been absent this. And it's, it's, I don't know, it's a good kind of story to tell. It's much better than Caroline's story with her dad. It's a better mm-hmm. story of rejection and then it's acceptance than the one they tell with her father. So, oh. yeah, Billy the Kid. Oh, yeah. I hate you. Every time you say it, I hate you. His name's Billy the Kid. Because, yeah, I really, everything we learn about them, I don't see a world in which they would ever accept it. Mm-hmm. Uncle John wasn't an anomaly. He was what that family is. Yeah, he said he was taught by his brother to be like this. So they yeah. would be absolutely horrifying. They really would, <laughs> yeah. right? Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, uh, you know, uh, Pastor Young's like, your parents would love this. And um, Elena is freaking out because her senses, they're kind of like, I don't know, what's the word for it? Um, like they're extra good. They're kind of like... I think extra good's the word. Like things are higher. Things are bigger. They're more. Elevated? More. They're elevated. Mm, that's the word. <laughs> the word's elevated. <laughs> So she is freaking out and she's like, where's Stefan? And he's like, where he can't hurt you. And she's like, fuck you. Like, he would never hurt me. Don't know what you're talking about. Well, he's like, well, I do know that wherever you go, Salvatore vampires seem to follow. Um, Which, uh, good point. At least you do know that. Observant. (laughs) So he's like, so the plan is we'll hold you and Stefan until Damon comes searching. We use Rebecca to lure her siblings back into town. You'll give us the white oak steak and we'll kill the entire vampire race for good. I feel bad for Rebecca because this motherfucker doesn't know the Michelsons. Who's going to come for her? Maybe Elijah, but then like, it's not going to end well for him if Elijah comes. Their hearts will be gone. They'll be decapitated. They'll be quick death. Like, who's going to come? Finn's dead. is dead. Cole is Cole. He's useless. Where is Cole right now? I don't know. Playing baseball somewhere? I don't know. Yeah, I'm like trying to think like what dumb fuckboy thing Cole is doing right now. Cole's right? in the batting I, cages. She's back at the batting cages. Klaus is definitely not coming. Like, he left her. He just left her. Oh, gosh. Maybe Elijah, and he would have to hear about it. And how's he going to hear about it? He's gone. 
idiots. So Elena is not well. She tries to run out of the house and she like is immediately blinded by the sunlight and a uh, another proud boy looking motherfucker uh, hits her in the head with yeah. the blunt like end of his gun and she blacks out. I guess the pastor realized that she was transitioning when she went outside because otherwise you just like let this guy hurt a kid. Yep. Oh god, another another woman bonked. <laughs> <laughs> when will when will Mystic Falls stop? Stop the bonking. <laughs> uh so then we have a scene in the woods with Caroline and T Klaus, and they are making out. It rolls. I Jill, any thoughts? I have many thoughts. Um <laughs> can't vocalize them all though. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I Love T. Klaus. <laughs> Tyler is obviously my boy. Sorry to everyone who hates him, but um, T. Klaus, wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Little treat. And then they were just like ripping their clothes off. We got some trivia yep. back in there. Truly. <laughs> it's a, a good scene. Let me, uh, I'll start listing things that happen. Caroline's like, so excited and she's like how are you alive and t-class goes this is gonna sound incredible but i and caroline just kisses him because she doesn't care how it happened which should be the first sign he's not tyler because he just said this is gonna sound incredible has tyler ever said incredible <laughs> come on caroline come on <laughs> caroline's hearing what she wants to hear but yeah they're like tearing each other's clothes off and making out and t-class says Easy love, wrong time, wrong place, wrong equipment. <laughs> yeah. She did not catch that right away, though. She is so horny, like her mind is addled. <laughs> I gasped. I was like, easy love? Easy love. <laughs> if you think I didn't write easy love in my notes and I'll guess, <laughs> you don't know me. And then under it, hyperventilating. <laughs> <laughs> and then under it, is Claroline hot? <laughs> T, T, T Claroline. T Claroline is the most I've ever been into Claroline. <laughs> Seriously. It's the most, I, I think it's also the most I've ever been into Caroline and Tyler too. <laughs> T Claroline is the superior. It's the, it's the peak. It's better than both. <laughs> It's because we need all three. Like, that's the, that's what we need. It, it should just be a throuple. <laughs> like most Vampire Diaries problems, uh, I would like to solve it by making a throuple. I'm surprised it took you this long to say it should just be a throuple. <laughs> I just myself with my notepad. <laughs> ah, I'm dumb. <laughs> so she's like, but you're miraculously alive. We're fugitives on the run. All signs point to hot hybrid vampire sex. So she's like getting down to it. But then she's like, wait, hold on a second. Her brain like catches up to the conversation. She's like, did you just call me love? He says, I don't know, love. Did I? Oh, idiot. But also I'm actually happy at like stop before we like went full revenge of the nerds. It would not be okay. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, Kissing is allowed. Yeah. We'll allow that. Like. Aggressive kissing. (laughs) Aggressive kissing. It was quite aggressive. I am like, I am turning red. (laughs) I am fanning myself. (laughs) 
so she is like, wait, what the fuck did you do to Tyler? She immediately gets what's going on. She is mad. She like pushes him. He's like, that's what I enjoy about you. You're so much more than a pretty face. Uh, Again, he said wrong equipment. And she didn't think that was like weird. And also we have to talk about can we talk about it now? How he thinks he's more attractive than Tyler? Sorry, I just it just clicked what wrong equipment meant. <laughs> <laughs> he even looked down when he said it. Did he look at his dick? No. Chill. Guys, I have like oh my God. one and a half brain cells. No, there's not much up here. It's the heat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. It's so much. It's really like, it's so. Like, My ice pack's all water now. Does that mean he, he, the first thing he did was look down and be like, mm, don't like this one? He's just like, this is, I can't fuck Caroline with someone else's dick. <laughs> look, I'll be crass and I will say this is what he thought, which I think also is a nice thing to say about Klaus because he also does not want to uh, you know, use someone else's body and do that, which is uh, you know, a good thing. But he also totally thinks he's hotter than Tyler. Uh He does. Which, honey. Disagree. She's like, you're gross and he's like, and you're a glorious kisser. (laughs) I am screaming. Caroline slaps him in the face and he's like, look, I didn't have to risk exposure to save you. I thought she actually punched him, which was even better to me. Oh, God. I will watch the scene again for research. And Caroline's like, okay, you do one semi-decent thing and now you're my hero. Ugh, I need you to go sanitize my mouth. <laughs> and he's like, your mouth was all over me. I'm an innocent victim. <laughs> all right, Caroline screams at him to put Tyler back. And he says, gladly, then maybe I'll take you up on your offer of hot hybrid sex. Ah. Uh. And I run around the room. <laughs> Except I didn't, because it's too fucking hot. <laughs> uh, I, I can't live. How do we go on? <laughs> How do? How do? How do? How do? <laughs> we then, speaking of being really horny, cut to Bonnie and Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a little troll. <laughs> Like, it just like taking a cold shower. <laughs> um, so we're at Old Witch House, and Bonnie's trying to do magic. She's like, the spirits aren't listening. I wonder why, Bonnie. Yeah, she's like, well, I guess I could try something else. And Jeremy's like, yeah, do it. And she's like, okay, well, if the witches won't help me save Elena, then maybe I can go to the other side and bring her back myself. And how does she plan to do that, Morgan? (laughs) She plans to... How does she plan to do it? She could... Oh, she kills herself. (laughs) Because she wants the D. I was literally... I literally had forgotten because characters killing themselves to make, like, minor gains is so normal to me. (laughs) She's like, it's cool. I'll just stop my heart. (laughs) Because I bet her, like, she's not fully dead. She's not fully alive. Her spirit exists on both sides. Which, I mean, that's a new piece of mythology we hadn't talked about, so. Yeah. Uh, she, she does say it's it's hypothetical. She's like, what if? Uh, and Jeremy's like, no. Theoretical killing yourself? <laughs> I love to kill myself based on a theory. Uh, and Bonnie's like, look, I was able to stop your heart to stop Klaus. I'll do the same thing to myself. Witches have free reign on the other side. 
I'll find Elena and I'll bring her back with me. And Jeremy's like, assuming you wake up. And she's like, yeah, I'm stronger now. I have a new source of power. And Jeremy's like, what kind of power is going to let you kill yourself and bring someone back from the dead? And she's like, do you want Elena back or not? (laughs) Not good. Bonnie, Bonnie, stay alive. (laughs) I want like someone to give Bonnie a card that's like, you have to go through five missions before you can try to kill yourself again. (laughs) Like a punch card. (laughs) Oh, Bonnie. Like... Come on, buddy. Let's not play with death after you just played with death. Days since our last death wish. (laughs) A day. A day. Zero. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then uh, we're back with the dream team at the Gilberts. (laughs) And Liz is like, with your vervain and Alaric's weapons, they could be anywhere. And Damon's like, I mean, it takes a lot to hold a vampire. Reinforced steel, iron doors, and Matt... Thank God he's here and not dead, comes up with a great idea, which is that the pastor has a cattle ranch. He's like, those pens could be modified. Like, Meredith's like, that makes sense. It's remote and secluded. And Damon says, guess what? Looks like you get a chance to prove how sorry you really are. Let's go. Also, like, we were, it's, it's been established that Meredith, like, knows Pastor Young, too. So she probably could have known that. We don't necessarily need Matt. Uh, Meredith knows all. She is part of the founding family. Meredith is the most important character on the show. She's integral. Uh, she's David's best friend. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I think we have proved time and time again that she doesn't know shit. <laughs> or does she know all the shit? <laughs> This is a Meredith Fell stand podcast now. <laughs> Meredith Fell is just like, ugh, work smart, not hard. Like, <laughs> just pop vampire blood in these bitches. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I think we've told you before, Jill, eventually there will be a doctor on the show who's actually a good doctor. Who knows I like to do doctor stuff correctly. Yes, my heart as well, Morgan. My heart as well. I'm like just holding my hands over my heart and uh, falling out of my chair. Uh, Yes, I love this character uh, deeply. Agreed. I recently saw someone like not liking them online and I was like, who hurt you? I was like, I'm going to hurt you. (laughs) I'm going to fight you. And was it me time traveling in the past? (laughs) So then we go to the ranch. Uh, Everyone wakes up in these like upsetting pens uh, everyone's coughing because, like, Vervain is being ventilated through the cages. And uh, Elena, like, wakes up only to see Rebecca in the neighboring cage, who's like, hmm, thought I killed you. <laughs> and uh, and Elena's like, where the fuck am I? And Rebecca's like, well, they thought you were a vampire, so they stuck you in here with us. They thought, so they weren't even sure either. Mm. Like, men. That's what they do. <laughs> Just bonk you. Uh, so Stefan is next door. And, like, she's like, I didn't feed. And he looks really freaked out. And Rebecca does some excellent, what I called in my notes, uh, plecking, which is a a summing up of the situation. She goes, ah, I see what's going on here. You died with vampire blood in your system and you didn't feed. And now you're locked up in here without a drop of human blood in sight. That is a problem. Uh Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. Also, I, I think we should acknowledge, uh, because Julie does co-write the next episode, this is officially the first season where Kevin Williamson is no longer running things along with her. Now this is, this is a Julie show, baby. Mm-hmm. And that means more Maddie Blue. Yeah! <laughs> I want to tell you, I want to talk about something that um, Julie Plex said about Matt on this podcast so badly, but it's a spoiler. And uh, it's very important to me. Which season... <laughs> Is it spoiler for? 
That's not like, proper English, but you know what I mean. It's kind of a <laughs> spoiler for like every season of all of the shows. And it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so what once once we're caught up, I'll tell you. It'll be it'll be great. <laughs> It'll be fun to be caught up with things so Jill can know things. We can finally uh, re- like look at my interview with Julie at the end, like after the series finale. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that. We can become a Halt and Catch Fire podcast. Uh, yes. Uh, I can't wait to talk about Mackenzie Davis every day. When we become the Mackenzie Davis cast. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Uh, so back to the episode. <laughs> so after Rebecca Plex and uh, explains everything that's going on, uh, Stefan's like, just ignore her. And uh, Rebecca's like, I don't know, has anyone done the math? Or shall I? I'd say you've got less than three hours to feed before I get to watch you die all over again. Uh, Rebecca's like, let me get my tight five in in the meantime. So at Old Witch House, Bonnie is doing some Latin. Jeremy is watching uh, her bleed from her nose profusely. It is like water falling out of her nose and mouth. It is fucked up. Jeremy's very worried. He's like, open your eyes. I can't let you do this. You are dying. Like, stop. Maybe he should slap her. Like, maybe he should do that. I don't want get a cold water to throw on her or something. But then black veins start to like creep up her arms and he's like, what the fuck is this? Uh, so she starts to hyperventilate. Then she dies. Jeremy just like runs to her body and shakes it and is like, wake up! And uh, She's dead, Jeremy. She can't wake up. She doesn't. Bonnie is now in the barn with Elena. Elena is not doing well. She has closed her eyes and is just taking some time on the floor, which we all do every once in a while. And uh, Bonnie tries to kind of lift her up and is like, come back, come back. And Elena's like, Stefan, uh, something invisible is touching me. And she's like, something's happening. And Bonnie's like, don't worry, we're going home. Which doesn't, shouldn't this also mean it's not working? Which she's not on the other side. She's there. Yeah, I don't. But I guess it's because Elena's in a weird dead, not dead space, so it's different. So would they have teleported? Where would they have brought her? Would she just, like, back up into the wall? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what Bonnie's next step was here. I imagine it was working, but I don't understand the metaphysics of it all. Yeah, I, I don't understand what would have happened next, but nothing happens next because Grams shows up out of nowhere. Yay, it's nice to see Grams, but not under these circumstances. Grams is like, no child. Yeah. She's like, absolutely not. Get out of here before they try to keep you here. Uh, That's ominous. Uh, Bonnie's like, Grams, please. And she goes, no, this magic is dark. It's not nature's plan. If you touch it again, the spirits will unleash their anger in ways that will make you suffer. Stay away. Sounds like something to listen to. So let's see what Bonnie does next. (laughs) We go back to Old Witch House. Bonnie comes to Jeremy's like, phew, you're awake. You're alive. And Bonnie says, I couldn't do it. It didn't work. But as I said in the chat, like, she could have done it. But Graham's like, don't do it. But like, technically, she had the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. Although we technically don't know if it would. I mean, I guess Graham's, I guess Graham's I, stopping I, her saying it would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. I do imagine that like, Elena would have like bonked her head into the wall, but like she would be like a live human again. So she's just be a human in a cage. Human with a little bonk. <laughs> yeah, just a big red bump on her head. What does he need a dope with a cartoon Looney Tunes lump yeah. on her head? <laughs> it's like another concussion. <laughs> uh, all of these people need like need like an MRI punch card. 
Jesus. I like that punch cards are your new bit now. Are my new bit. <laughs> yeah. I miss the world. Uh, <laughs> that's what people did back out in the world, right? They had punch cards. I never take punch cards for granted again. <laughs> never again for real. So then outside, so we're back, we're back in the barn. It is dark. Night has fallen. And Elena is like, I'm out of time. I need blood. I'm dying. She, her breath is like rattling. She does not sound well. Uh, so Stefan starts yelling in hopes that someone will come. He's like, you think we're afraid of you? He's like rattling his cage. Uh, the proud boy looking motherfucker comes in and he's like, you want more vervain? Keep it down. And he's like, listen to me. Elena's going to die if you don't let her out of here. And the guy just looks at Elena and is like, nah, not my problem. Uh, Stefan is yelling. He's like, she's innocent. Let her out. Let her out. But uh, it will not happen. And the officer instead shoots Stefan a bunch. Not good. Hey, Steve, your plan, it uh, didn't work. Yeah, this wasn't a good plan. The plan was ask nicely to the <laughs> militia. These aren't people who respond to reason. Uh, so he's shot a bunch and Rebecca's just like, LOL. <laughs> then back at Old Witch House, Jeremy and Bonnie have been the hot, the hottest duo in the game has been uh, <laughs> joined by the other hottest duo in the game. This is a Jeremy T. Klaus, Bonnie Caroline scene. And Klaus is demanding that Bonnie magic him back into his body so that he can, you know, use his correct equipment <laughs> to do what he would like to do. And Jeremy says, stop. Like, Bonnie is not strong enough. And T. Klaus is like, she was strong enough to put me in this body. What the fuck? And Bonnie's like, I upset the spirits trying to save Elena. I cannot use that kind of magic again. It's too dangerous. T-Claus is not taking no for an answer, which is not cool. Uh, Caroline tries to reason with him. It's like, why don't we just wait a few days until she's strong enough to do it with traditional magic? Bonnie, like, nods, but they they kind of share a look that makes me think maybe that might not be possible. But whatever. It's a bridge to cross to when you get there. Pardon the uh, pun. And Tyler Klaus, not to be outdone, just decides to rip his heart out. Stunt queen. <laughs> He's just like, I'm ripping my heart out. And like, Tyler will die if you don't get me out of this body. And everyone's like, fuck. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Like, nobody is happy. Everybody's yeah. annoyed. He's like, I'll just jump into someone else's body. You're like, you can't do that. He's like, how do you know I don't have one witch? You're like, a two, ten more. It's like, dude, you don't, like, you don't have the time to have gotten a witch to, like, d done this. Like, call this fucking bluff, you dummies. Is this also where he's like, maybe I'll be in Jeremy's body. <laughs> and you were very upset. I, I do not want to see Jeremy Cloud. <laughs> And I do as an agent of chaos. Jill? Do you think that, that would be... I already know the answer, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask it anyway. Do you think that'd be a good performance? <laughs> I'm taking a long drink of my drink, so if you guys want to talk while I'm taking a long drink of my drink. I don't, which is why I want to see yeah, it. I can't, I'm curious. <laughs> I do want to see it. I want to see everyone in the cast do their version of Klaus. Ooh, that would be uh, fun. Thinking about Nina Dobrev's Klaus. She'd be great. <laughs> She'd be great. I think she would choose to do an accent. She would. And it would be hot. Ian or Paul, whose Klaus is better? Paul's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was definitive. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't want to see Ian's. I, I might find Ian's hotter. I don't know. 
but I, I think Paul's would probably be more authentically Klaus. But you know yeah. who would remain the number one Klaus? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Michael Trevino. <laughs> I'm going to say something that you're not going to like. <laughs> you know who's Klaus I would like to see? <laughs> Maddie Blow, baby. <laughs> I'm just, I am currently, Michael and I are rewatching some Friday Night Lights on occasion. We did just get to Zach Rorig's appearance in Friday Night Lights. And I, I am like, would Jill like Cash? No, don't even uh, allow that. I think Jill might like Cash. What if, um. She would until she wouldn't. Yeah, she would until she wouldn't. What if Zach Rorig played like a Vicodin taking good time radio like rodeo star who goes from town to town riding horses and is like real cocky about his abilities to be good at rodeo how would you feel about this oh jill's making a face that she doesn't like it he's really hot (laughs) (laughs) whatever jill try to connect with you you should get a brick wall i mean we've learned now that we try to connect with Jill and what we think she'll like and then she rejects it. <laughs> Cash Klaus <laughs> fan favorite Klaus <laughs> I will that that's like your big gripe I, if, if your favorite is Klaus good for you why is my question <laughs> <laughs> like what, what's the what are the top three these are why I love Klaus so much you know what gets me more than fan favorite is when people try to say that Joseph Morgan is the best actor on the show <laughs> He's good. Yeah. He's, he's, he's good. great. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. I we were being mean. Um I I I love Klaus. He's a good he's a good he's a fun guy. He's <laughs> a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> he is. Oh my god, I'm gonna dive right back into the episode. Um so Bonnie is like fucking fine. I will do it. Just stop killing yourself. That's my thing. <laughs> and uh, T. Klaus is like, cool, let's begin. And I believe that's the last time we see T. Klaus. So if we can R.I.P. Like, gone but not forgotten. We'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. What a performance, honestly. Uh, like, Trevino, hats off. Many garments <laughs> off <laughs> He could have done it for longer. He was very good at it. He was so, so good. good. Uh, and I remember, I remember when we watched the finale and he showed up and like said his like one line as Klaus. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, I remember this being good. So then in the dusty barn that a teenage girl is dying in, <laughs> Stefan is like dragging himself over to the wall, dividing him from Elena. He's like pulling the wooden bullets out of his like legs. He's like, Elena, are you still with me? She is not looking good. She is not sounding good. But she's like... These uh, episodes really like to make Elena look like shit. <laughs> that was like Julie Plex's new directive once Kevin left. She's like, Elena has to look like shit every episode. She's been hot long enough. <laughs> Slathering foundation over her lips. <laughs> you know that's what they did. <laughs> oh my god. And... She's like, I'm okay. And he's like, you are not. I can hear you breathing. Damon was right. You should have fed this morning. I'm so sorry. And she's like, don't be. Like, you had hope. That's all I ever wanted you to have. And you've had it. He says that he loves her. She says, do you even know why I was on the bridge? I was coming back for you, Stefan. I had to choose. And I picked you. 
Rebecca is watching this like she's yeah. <laughs> Rebecca is uh, starting like feeling bad for them and everything. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I don't know love because everyone is an asshole and don't fall in love with me immediately, which is crazy because I'm awesome. Insane. But like these two know love. So I guess I feel bad now. Yeah. She is like, that's a bummer. And Elaine is like, I love you. And no matter what happens, it's the best choice I ever made. And she places her hand against the wall. And she's like, God, it sucks that I can't see you right now. We cut to Stefan, tears streaming down his face, looking like so upset. And he says, I'm smiling. (laughs) And I was like, if that is not a quarantine mood. Honestly. Seriously. And that one I felt. It's like, I also, like, Elena, you just made him feel feel even guiltier for all of this. How she's not smiling. I'm smiling. Uh, so, anyways, Stefan's smiling, and Elena says, me too, and she is not. And Rebecca's like, these two sad motherfuckers. Truly, Rebecca's like, Jesus. But it is very sad. So then, Outside the pastor's place, Matt and Damon have got there. He's like, Matt's like, so is the plan we just storm the place with zero weapons? And Damon's like, nope, we don't need weapons, just bait. So he bites the shit out of Matt and then throws him on the ground. (laughs) And he, you know, yells and is like, anybody home? Big bad vampire out here. And he does it. He says that with like his his vamp teeth out, which is pretty cool, actually. It is. (laughs) Um, Damon, hot. (laughs) Uh, the pastor comes out and is like, let him, let the boy go. He's innocent. And I'm like, the man, look, even a broken clock is right <laughs> twice a day. Uh, and Damon's like, yeah, that's the point. Give me Stefan and Elena and he's all yours. And uh, he's like, come on, pastor, you know, I'll kill him. I want to kill him. <laughs> and then he does. And Pastor Young's like, no, go away. You're not invited. I'm not coming out. And then suddenly Damon is shot in the chest and falls to the ground. Whoops. Another great plan. <laughs> Executed to perfection. <laughs> Another Damo Salvatore plan goes through. <laughs> uh, over at Old Witch House, Bonnie is doing the spell to get Klaus out of Tyler's body. And she's saying Fismatos. Jeremy is pissed. He's like, this is black magic. She shouldn't be doing this. But uh, Tyler opens his eyes and Caroline's like, holy shit, Tyler. And he smiles and he says, Caroline, hey. <laughs> and it's I, really sweet. It's a really good hey. I'm on the Trevino train for this app for sure. Thank God. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely delivery. I, I, I'm always on the Trevino train. I'm just not always on the Tyler train, but I am now. He's good. So then uh, Tyler tries to get up and he immediately like falls down. Bonnie's still chanting and Jeremy's like, what the fuck? He's like back. What are you doing? But Bonnie stops. Graham shows up and like holds her hands and is like, I warned you. I warned you to stay away. But consequences are coming. And uh, it's very scary. Everybody's yelling. Dark veins start creeping down Bonnie's arms again, like toward her grams. And suddenly they appear on grams as well. And like Bonnie, like we have to like let each other go and we can't. And grams is like, you made your choice. Now they're taking it out on me. And the veins creep up her face and she starts screaming in pain. It's very upsetting. And Bonnie's yelling that she's sorry, that they can't do this to you. Like, please don't do this. She's like begging the spirits. And Caroline is yelling at her to stop. But she's like, no, no, oh my god. And it's uh, very upsetting. Grams disappears. Bonnie falls down on the ground. She's sobbing. She's like, what have I done? What did I do? And uh, no thanks. 
let's not do this to Bonnie. How about we give Bonnie like a slice of happiness? That's not happening this season. Just a slice. That's all I ask. Bonnie goes to the mall. <laughs> a mall episode starring Bonnie. Would love that. You know what Bonnie needs? A good book. <laughs> they'll give her a grimoire and that's all they'll no. give her. Bonnie takes a bubble bath. <laughs> Bonnie goes to the beach. Oh, I love all of these ideas. <laughs> so we go to the barn. Officer Proudboy comes in again. Uh, Stefan and Rebecca seem to actually have a plan this time. Uh, Rebecca's like, hey, sir, excuse me. And she's like, <laughs> so he looks at her. I, I have the black lung. Bowser's <laughs> um, like, I thought I told you to shut up. Because he's a great guy. And Rebecca's like, here's the thing. My family, like, we have money, castles, apartments, jewelry. Name your price and let me out. He's like, no, I'd much rather watch you die. So she runs towards the bars and he pulls his gun and, like, runs back right into Stefan's grasp. Stefan slams his head repeatedly. Yeah. He yeah. makes his brain Hell. explode, basically. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like gets him nice and head bloody and throws him on the ground as close to Elena's cell as he can. And Elena has to like reach through the bars and like contort herself to just like touch the pool of blood with like the tips of her fingers. It's taking forever and she doesn't have much time. But finally she gets it and just like brings them to her lips and like sucks on them. And thus Elena Gilbert becomes a vampire. It's it, that's that's what happens. Not fun. Good for her. <laughs> Better than dying alone in a barn. <laughs> but but they were I mean, she was smiling. <laughs> so uh some of the color comes back in her cheeks. It's like, ah, yes, a vampire. So then <laughs> Outside, Damon is lying down in the grass, just having some time on the ground. Uh, next to Matt, who is also having some time on the ground, uh, some officers like come up and they like kick Damon's body, and they're like, "Cool, he's down. Uh, he is not." He uh, gets up and like snaps some necks and stabs people, and uh, goes over to Matt, and he just kicks him right in the face. I don't care for it. Matt's like, "Go ahead and kill me. You can't possibly hate me more than I hate myself." I do, I do kind of remember watching this for the first time and being very emotional about this and feeling very bad for Matt. Wow, you felt bad for Matt Morgan. I'm surprised. <laughs> you believe it. Uh, and Damon's like, nope, I'm pretty sure I can. Places his foot on Matt's throat and begins to push down. Yeah, I'm sorry for feeling bad for the human being that's getting kicked in the face by I mean, and I then strangled by him. a vampire. <laughs> It's okay, Morgan. I too feel bad for him. Jill probably no, doesn't. Yeah, Jill is in this moment. I did feel bad for him. Okay, cool. Because he okay. probably does hate himself more than Damon. Yeah, yeah. Damon always thinks that his grief's the yeah. most. Shut up, Damon. No, Matt's in like a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Damon says it should have been you. And then out of nowhere, someone rushes and knocks Damon off of Matt. It's Elena, and she's got her vamp face on, and her eyes are Ooh. bright red, and she screams, leave him alone. And I was like, yeah. Elena <laughs> with horny eyes. <laughs> it's a good look. It's a great look. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, we've technically seen it. With Catherine. Catherine that's exists. Catherine, not Elena. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Way to vamp explain to each other. I'm so happy. <laughs> It's more fun it's when it's Elena. It's different. <laughs> it truly is. It's really fun. So then in the barn, uh, Matt like falls to the floor and Stefan runs over to him and like feeds him his blood. And Matt is just like, stop it. Stop saving me. 
which I felt very bad for him in that moment. And Stefan's like, what's your problem? And he says, what do you want me to say? Thank you. He's like, I just wish you'd have let me drown. And then Stefan's a real fucking dick to him about this. I'm like, shut up, Stefan. Shut up, Damon. Shut up, Salvatores. Yeah. Stefan's like, what? You think you were my first choice? And Matt's like, Elaine is a vampire because of me. I have to live with that for every day for the rest of my life. And Stefan's like, no, no, no. You don't have to live with that. You get to live with that because Elena put your life before her own. So every morning you get out of bed, you sure as hell better earn it. Which I think you think is the right sentiment, but maybe just like totally we could have tweaked that a little <laughs> bit and been more forgiving to the child. Maybe a little bit nicer. Stefan, for being the nice brother, doesn't handle things properly like when he finally had to approach tyler about the whole vampire werewolf thing and he's just like let me just like keep you hostage and just be a real dick to you instead of like leveling with him yeah for the again for the good brother uh seven is not that great a lot of the time we like slapped jeremy around which i always remember (laughs) never forget but yeah but that seems to land uh with matt and then we go to uh elena and damon and she's like you were gonna kill him and damon's like yep I just won't die. (laughs) Elena's like, how can you not see it was my choice to save him? And he's like, well, it's a little hard to keep track of all of your choices lately, Elena. Okay, piss baby. (laughs) Piss baby. God, baby of piss. Elena's like, well, guess what? I remember everything. One of the highlights of my transition, remembering everything that you compelled me to forget. Uh Zoinks. She's like, why didn't you tell me we met first? Damon's like, I don't know, would it have made a difference? She doesn't say anything. So he's like, yeah, I didn't fucking think so. He's like, probably not, because I was a kid and you were a full grown adult. <laughs> uh, and Elena's like, you asked me to make a choice, so I did. If you're going to be mad, then take it out on me, not on Stefan or Matt or anyone else. And Damon's just trying to leave. Which we all know that like taking it out on anyone else is like Damon's like MO, basically. <laughs> Has Damon ever not misplaced his anger? <laughs> Has he ever put it in the correct place in his life? In season four, will Damon finally place his anger correctly? Stay tuned. Jill doesn't look optimistic, <laughs> folks. No, no, that's what makes him charming. <laughs> yeah, what do you, what do you think uh, uh, Damon's growth is going to be this season, Jill? Oh my god. Um, I don't know. Things happen so quickly. <laughs> 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 I mean, he's obviously going to be helping Elena. Rather than Stefan, <laughs> which like good because Stefan wasn't doing a very good job. Stefan, you can't just have everyone eat a fucking squirrel. <laughs> I like that you both are drinking. <laughs> like I'm not gonna talk right now. No, truly, like let Caroline teach her to be a vampire. She's the only person who's good at it, and she figured it Seriously. out right away. She's the yeah, best these boys are dumb. Boys shouldn't have rights. Let Caroline teach Elena. I agree. No rights for boys. So. Like, Elena's like, if it had been you at the bridge and I begged you to save Matt, David's like, I would have saved you in a heartbeat. No question. And uh, Elena is very pissed. She's like, that's what I thought. And then Matt would be dead because you couldn't let go. Matt would be dead. And he says, but you wouldn't be. And you would have gotten to grow up and had the life that you wanted, the life that you deserve. And I know I didn't used to get that, but now I do. And I wanted that for you. And I would have gladly given it to you and let Matt die because I am that selfish. You knew that already. The first night we met is not all you remember, right? And then he walks away. Mm. That makes me so sad. Look, 
as a piss baby, this was his most effective uh, bullet to use. Because, ouch. It could have been even more effective if, like, previously he had made clear to Elena how important humanity actually is to him and how much he, like, craves being a human again and how much he wanted that for her. But because he never just articulated that to her, uh, there you go. Because he's a piss baby. Again, like, dating Damon would be such a nightmare. He would never tell you how he felt ever. You would constantly have to pull it out of him. And he would also always be trying to kill everybody around you. <laughs> Just like, that sounds great. <laughs> I I mean, in real life, no, I would fucking hate that. Uh, <laughs> well, no, that's why you, you want Tyler anyway. Yeah, Tyler's my boy. <laughs> it's, everything's different when we're in like a super, super natural, super, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In like a fantasy world with supernatural elements. The more murder, the better. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, don't worry. There's so much murder in this season. <laughs> much murder Human to lives are just thrown away with abandon this season. Oh, God. The, even the pretending to care about it has worn thin. <laughs> Twelve people die at the end of this episode. And then everyone just keeps going up, up, up. <laughs> Moral gray characters are so much more fun. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's just interesting when the show, when anyone on the show gets like self-righteous about human life and you're like, hey, uh, hold on one second. (laughs) Uh, So then at the uh, Michelson family manor, Klaus is uh, boxing up the the last of Elena's blood bags in his lunchbox. And uh, he and Rebecca walks in the room. She's crying. Uh, and she's like, how dare you save Caroline over me? So she's jumping right in. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing Joseph Morgan for the first time this season. And he's like, uh, oh, hello, brother. I thought you were dead. So pleased you're not. Like, <laughs> Rebecca does not give a shit. She's like, you left me. And he's like, I only had time to save one of you. A real, uh, real Stefan over here. And he's like, you can't be killed. Like, and don't worry. I had a worse day than you. Although, like, he's like, you can't be killed. Although, Pastor Young knew about the White Oak Stake because of Rick, and that was the plan. But the plan it was also the plan because he assumed that like her family would come help her. But you know, <laughs> but little does little did he know her family well, ate shit. He died before he could watch the originals to figure out her family ate shit. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Jill! If you're if you're wondering, will Rebecca's family be shit once they get their own show? When it comes to her, no, they still won't be shit. <laughs> Not nice to her. Uh, So uh, she's like, you know what? Fuck you. Like, all you care about is, like, creating your hybrid family. You don't know shit about an actual family. Klaus is like, well, I know how easily they can be silenced with a dagger. So Rebecca just grabs all his blood bags and bursts Uh, It's so good. It absolutely rules. She's like, it's always been me. I'm the one who loved you through everything. And you don't even care. She's like, if you want your family, here's your fucking family. And she throws all the blood on the ground. And Klaus is like, you know what? You're right. I don't care. From this moment on, you're not my family. You're not my sister. You're nothing. And he snaps her neck and leaves. Piss baby. Piss baby. Many And this is where Jill was like, favorite character, fan favorite or whatever. (laughs) How is Klaus a fan fave? Fan fave. (laughs) It is amazing that... The class love is kind of there for you, Jill, but not as fully as we yeah. uh, had assumed. I feel like it started strong and then just like very- because they made him Tyler's antagonist, yeah. and that that was their downfall. Yeah. <laughs> you can't put someone against Tyler because Tyler will win. <laughs> 
If only he'd hated Jeremy. <laughs> we still have Lockwood business. You'd be fine. So then we go to the Salvatore house. Elena and Stefan are sitting up on the roof together, which is very cute. And uh, she's like, the whole council knew who we are and everything's about to change. Stefan's like, yeah, I'm sure Damon has a plan, but we'll have to figure out how to deal with that. Uh, and Elena tells him, you don't have to convince me that everything's going to be okay. And he's like, yeah, I just wish I could. I wish I could tell you you'd never feel pain. You'd never crave blood. But you're gonna. And it'll be the worst thing you've ever lived through. Jesus. <laughs> and Elena says, but I get to live. I'll be a sister and a friend and I'll be with you forever if I want which is very cute. And they kiss. And she's like, get through this. Like we get through everything one day at a time. And then uh, she's like, we should leave because the sun's going to rise. And he's like, oh, no, I actually had Bonnie make this for you. And Elena gets her very own daylight ring. Yay! It's so cute. They watch the sunrise together. It's nice. <laughs> Agreed. So, yeah, they are cute. And I, I like it. I also like the roof. They've never done that before. And they should do it again. They hadn't. And now they have. Nice to be on the roof. <laughs> so then uh, the pastor uh, blows everyone up. <laughs> well, now that actually went... Well, <laughs> that makes me think something was wrong with like the patio for some reason oh. that they were on the roof. But I guess it was to see the sunset, too. But, yeah, it does seem like a, it's it's weird not to see the porch, the cry porch, actually. But they're at Steph. It says they're at the Salvatore house roof. Is that where they are? I think so. Yeah. Well, it's weird. There was green screen happening. I, didn't, I don't know. <laughs> but I like to say, uh, so then, yeah, then in the pastor's uh, ranch, he just like gives a big monologue and is like, we're in the beginning. Like, we'll uh, hear me, loved ones. Soon you'll be free to pass through the gates and we'll He's reunite. Like, beneath you, it devours. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Jesus. Bye. <laughs> and then he lights the lighter and the gas lines open and everybody fucking explodes. And you're like, all right. They did not know he was going to do that. No, nobody was into it. Everybody's like, hey, that's cryptic sounding. We don't like it. What are you saying? What? And then they were exploded. They were like, what are our new plans for, you know, vampire killing? And he's like, we're going to go to heaven and we'll see everyone again. Cool. Kaboom. I mean, to be fair, there probably aren't vampires in heaven. So tell me Lexi's not in heaven. Little bitch. I'll kill you. Tell me, tell me Anna and Pearl aren't in heaven. There's a vampire heaven. <laughs> mortal heaven. <laughs> yes, uh, please, Jill, explain the mechanics of heaven uh, in the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> there are different sections. <laughs> Is there an animal heaven? Like bunnies? Yeah, all the bunnies Stefan kills. Stefan sent to heaven early. <laughs> sure. Squirrel yeah. heaven? Okay. Why not? I hope they're there. Well, Jill, how did you feel about this ending? Uh, I know you were excited. You're like, blow him up. And then he, he they yeah. blew Yeah, <laughs> I was excited. As soon as I saw that gas line, I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Explosion. <laughs> I didn't like them anyways, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, they sucked. It was like the pastor and then like a bunch of proud boys and random, all the random people that we always see in council meetings that were like, who the fuck are you guys? I was concerned that the pastor was going to become like another John Gilbert that just kept showing up to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> but he's dead now, so. <laughs> so there you have it. John Gilbert, who experienced regret and died to save his daughter's life. Jill, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> had real remorse tried to tried to pay it forward tried to turn things around jill uh -uh. no nope. no thanks get out of here get out of here <laughs>
Uh, shall we uh, move to Memorial? We shall. Because this episode slaps. It really does. So we're cross-cutting back and forth between the woods and uh, Stefan and Damon talking. So in the woods, Stefan and Elena are like on a blanket on the forest floor and they're being cute because that's their deal. Jill's like, this gives me cabin energy. (laughs) Yeah, I was not into it. (laughs) (laughs) Stefan and Damon, meanwhile, are, you know, talking. Stefan's packing everything up for their little camping trip. But Damon's like, you're making a huge mistake. Stefan is like, I absolutely am not. If I can get Elena used to animal blood, like everything will be fine. Damon disagrees, but you know, uh, he's not her boyfriend. I mean, so Stefan is like stupid in a sense that like his idea is that every vampire should just have some animal blood to start off. And then, you know, like even Caroline, like she just does human blood now because like she's not a ripper like stupid Stefan. But he does have a point that Elena is so empathetic that the first time she like chops on a person, it's going to be an ordeal. Because as we see, when she chomps on an animal, it's a whole ordeal. Mm -hmm. But you don't have to chomp on a person. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can have a blood bag, but um, I mean, as we found out later, that didn't work out so well for her. Because the issue with Lena, because everything's heightened, as we'll hear 20 times in this episode, is that because of her empathy, like she feels guilty, basically, and that makes her sick to her stomach. <laughs> so even having a blood bag, because, hey, you stole a blood bag from the hospital. <laughs> Don't do that. That could have helped somebody. Well, no, I mean, Meredith fell's there, so nobody needs a blood transfusion anymore. She just like... <laughs> Pops him with a Mary- shot and is like, bye! Mary Fell's job's okay now, isn't it? They went kaboom! She's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Dodged another bullet Hell somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Again, work smart, not hard. <laughs> Why did they all ask if Meredith was the one who made them go kaboom? She had the most to gain. <laughs> uh, let her do what she wants. She does. Yeah, so Elena is hunting a deer in the woods. It's very Twilight. <laughs> right down to the lighting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Damon is arguing, like, she needs human blood from the vein. And Stefan's like, God, you know what happens. You name me a vampire who didn't kill at least one person when they were new. And Damon's like, you name me one who went on a bunny diet and didn't kill dozens. Ah! Got him. (laughs) Yeah, so Elena drinks deer blood. There's a bunch of blood on her face. Stefan does argue, you know, if she kills someone, she'll crumble. Like, how much pain do you think she can take before she'd shut off her humanity? Damon's like, look, it happens to the best of us at least once. We get over it, you know, after a hundred years or so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have a hundred years of TV to watch, Damon. Yeah. So Stefan's like, I think I would like her to be able to skip that. (laughs) And uh, Damon explains you, she can't learn to control the bloodlust if she's never actually experienced bloodlust. This is a cheat. It's like giving a kid a calculator before they know math. (laughs) But the boys, like, you know, grab each other's arms and shove each other and, you know, stare at each other like two big piss babies. I just realized giving a kid a calculator before they know math is like, that explains Nate Archibald to a T. <laughs> Nate's password has been soccer since he was 11. <laughs> Thinking about his, like, his spectator email password being soccer. Michael and I were talking a lot about how it must be really hard for Nate that passwords now make you put, like, letters, like, put, like, numbers and symbols in it. Like, now it can't just be soccer. It has to be soccer one exclamation point. And he must be so mad about it. He hits forgot password every single time. He types in soccer one exclamation point again, and they're like, you can't use it if you've already... Fuck! (laughs) Soccer two exclamation point. (laughs) 
And then just again and again and again and again. Oh, I think Archibald's dumb. He's a full idiot, but he's a newspaper mogul. <laughs> we just started season six and uh, not good, not good. Uh, so then in the woods, like Elena's like crying because she ate the, a little bit of the deer. He's like, don't worry, he'll heal. Bigger animals are more resilient. She ate a little bit of the D. Yeah, she ate a little bit of the D. And Stefan's like, look, you did it. And I know it's hard, but you can do this. And he, you know, touches her face gently. And Jill throws up in her mouth. <laughs> um, and then Elena throws up outside of her mouth. Yeah, in a minute. So we, uh, in, in our cross-cutting, Elena comes in and sees the boys fighting. And she's like, Damon's not on board with the animal plan. He's like, nah, you gotta rip off the band-aid and let it bleed. You're a vampire, Elena. Be a vampire. Ugh. He says, it's part of the food pyramid. Trust me, you're gonna be miserable. So they leave. Then we're back in the woods and Stefan is trying to teach Elena how to zoop. <laughs> And Elena's just very giggly. She's like, I can't do it. And uh, Stefan's like, no, it's like starting a race, you know? And she's like, I was a cheerleader. I was not going to track. <laughs> he says, you know, concentrate. You can do it. And he's like trying to like position her with his hands. And she's like, just gets crazy horny. And she's like, sorry, I'm horny. <laughs> and Jill's like, yes, here we it. go. And uh, Stefan's like, yeah, well, I mean, everything is heightened. <laughs> God. The dumbification in this episode. Just imagine, do a control F of the script to how many times heightened is said. Oh, I will. Heightened. Four. Take off the ED at the end. Just make sure it like, oh, has heightened. heightened. Yeah. No, only four. Oh, only That's four? Yeah. Wrong. But still, That's four only- in dialogue. That's once every act, unless they're working on the yeah. CW six act structure. <laughs> Can't remember what it was at this time. Uh, so they get really horny and they start making out. Jill is excited because she like rips his shirt off. They are, yeah, it's aggressive. I've been Were waiting. You happy? I've been waiting. Was that this is what you want? Yes, and then of course okay. it gets ruined. <laughs> she immediately has to run away and puke. Yep. I even apologized for calling Steve boring because it was it was good. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went back to being boring. Oh, Jill, you're you're so damn. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, then we go to the pastor's place and a new character named Connor is uh, just peeking around, taking looks at stuff. And an attractive black man named Connor. He is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, His name, the actor is Todd Williams, who is currently on All Rise on uh, CBS. See, he was in uh, Teen Wolf. Who is he in Teen Wolf? Dr. uh, Geyer? He was a doctor. Was that like at the like mental facility or whatever? Maybe the asylum. Yeah. Let's see, the memories are fuzzy. He's on Switched at Birth. He's on Chicago Code. In Plain Sight. He's yeah. He's done a bunch of stuff. A beautiful gentleman, rocking fingerless gloves, and he can pull it off because he's that attractive. Yeah. Uh, no complaints here. <laughs> yes. Can we go to the grill? Damon is at the bar with an empty chair beside him. And Liz tries to come up next to him and pull out that chair. But Damon tells her that that seat is taken and I die inside. <laughs> Same. I cry. Let's just be explicit about it. That seat is for Rick. I did not pick up on that until the end of this episode. And I was like, oh, no. 
It hurts so bad. If it were up to him, he would be spending all day at the grill drinking with quote unquote Rick. But people kept interrupting him. It's I very just sad. He was saying that it was taken because he didn't want anyone to bug him. Well, that too. And then it hurt. <laughs> he was drinking an entire bottle by himself with Rick's seat empty. That's where they would go to drink their brown liquor together. And do plans on Miss June. <laughs> Such a bad plan. <laughs> really a terrible plan. So funny. Illegal uh, to make me hurt like this. Yeah. But uh, Liz uh, goes and sits on the other side of him and shows him the paper. And the paper reads, faulty gas line leads to tragic explosion at Young Farm. And he's like, what? Really? And Liz goes, better than town council blown up. Police have no suspects. Unless <laughs> the perpetrator is right next to me. <laughs> I mean, everyone thinks he did it, but, like, Damon would just, like, do a slaughter with, like, just hearts ripped out and chomps on everyone. He's not going to blow anyone up. And he makes that exact point. He's like, I always take credit for people, for killing people. (laughs) Because he works harder, not smarter. He needs to go to the Meredith Fell School. (laughs) Like, seriously, if I was going to kill 12 people, I wouldn't blow them up. I'd have a dinner party. (laughs) And Liz is like, I don't know. The explosion was sparked from inside. This wasn't an accident. Which means it couldn't have been Damon anyway. It was sparked from inside. Liz, you you just, come on. Yeah. And uh, Damon's like, I don't know. You say that like it's a bad thing. He's like, I don't know. The council's dead. That's a win. And Liz does not feel the same way. She's known a bunch of them since she was a kid. They were her friends. He says, well, your friends tried to kill your daughter. Yeah. Fair point. (laughs) So uh, then Connor approaches and Damon's like, who's the new guy? Very threatened because another handsome person in town to compete with? Oh, no. Yeah, this is, this is Mason all over again. <laughs> and Connor's like, hey, Sheriff, I was wondering if I could speak to you about the explosion at the Young Farm. He introduces himself as Connor Jordan, and he's not with the insurance investigation. He is more of a independent contractor. Damon's like, all right, so you're magic. <laughs> And he's like, can we speak in private? And Liz says yes. And uh, Damon uh, watches them leave. And he says to himself, nice to meet you too, Mr. Busybody guy. (laughs) Would have killed if Rick was there. So cool. He's so cool. Coolest in the universe, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So then outside uh, Mystic Falls High School, uh, Matt and Jeremy are doing stuff for the student council the memorial these are paper lanterns that they're going to light up uh in honor of the dead and uh matt's like no one thought fire might be a little inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) uh the the inappropriate jokes in these episodes i i mean they're just a flowing i think this is a great matt joke (laughs) a king bonnie cracks a joke in this episode bonnie's joke is so good um so funny yeah uh jeremy's like maybe don't make that joke in front of elena and matt's like oh right how is she (laughs) and jeremy's like fine considering but uh matt is very sweet and is like if there's anything i can do you know short of giving her a ride let me know Uh, i'm only alive because of her and i'd like to pay it back or forward or whatever (laughs) sweet (laughs) then who shows up but april a cute girl. It's April. <laughs> Jill, uh, before Jill can talk about April. Uh, so April Young is played by Grace Phipps, who, uh, when this aired, this would have been the season after 
the nine lives of Chloe King was canceled on ABC Family, and she played one of Chloe King's best friends. Uh, this is the season of actors from both an ABC Family show and a CW show. I loved, or I guess loves is different. Like it, they're both bad shows, <laughs> but they were enjoyable for various reasons. We're both canceled, so they came here. So Grace Phipps as April is the first one to show up, and then another one will show up, and we'll talk about her as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's April. Uh, and also, Morgan, do you want to guess how many episodes April is in? Both of you, guess how many episodes of the season April is in? Twelve. Jill, ten. Jill got it exactly right. Hell yeah! April's the next Meredith Bell, <laughs> the second most important character of the show. I would have sure you didn't read this season too. I would have gotten it wrong <laughs> if Morgan didn't say twelve first, because I would have said like four. <laughs> I knew it was a lot. <laughs> April's really cute. She seems nice. She, uh, Elena used to babysit her. And uh, clearly there's some sparks between her and Jeremy. I am, Who is uh, not dating Bonnie. Who is, yeah, I was like, are you dating Bonnie? This is fucked. And then I was like, oh, I guess you're not. I mean, he cheated on <laughs> Bonnie first. So like, he'd do it again. Yeah. The ghost. Fuck him. <laughs> he was like, Bonnie, I'm a ghost. <laughs> April makes like an off-color joke about her dad, Pastor Young, not changing the gas line or whatever. She is grieving but doesn't know how to act, which I think is like a nice sentiment, but I don't know if it's there's enough time with April for it to like fully land. I kind of like it. I think it's a good introduction for the character and who she is or who she should be. Uh, I will just say it right away, Jill, like the writing for April is weird moving forward. And I don't, I think this is a strong introduction episode. And then I'm like, what was the point? <laughs> for, 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 it's it's weird. I, yeah. I don't know if Julie's ever talked about it either. Yeah, I don't know either. And, you know, it, it, guest cast stuff can be tricky with like money and resources. And, you know, like when you have to cut for time, you cut for time with the person that, you know, is on the bottom of the totem pole. So maybe there was more planned or more shot with April than we got to see ultimately. But yeah, going forward, it's going to be a little weird. But I don't know. I, I like her. It's funny. Again, this season this has great meme stuff that we can laugh about for ages. But it's weird. Yeah. So she's sweet. And and it's, it's clear that like Jeremy, like this is supposed to be kind of like something, this fundamental thing about her that her parents are gone. You know, Jeremy and Elena can obviously both relate. And have been through the ringer of grief in this specific town and what it looks like. So nice that they want to help her because they're sweeties. Soon we go on over to the Salvatore house and we have a Stefan and Elena scene. Uh, Elena leaves Caroline a voicemail. She says she's having some adjustment issues. Uh, so <laughs> we realize she is lying to Stefan and did not tell him about puking in the woods. Does he think she like just accidentally zoops? Because I guess that is a thing vampires do. Sometimes they accidentally zoop. Like during so. like sexy times. <laughs> <laughs> she just got so excited. She got so she... horny. She ran away. <laughs> He made her want to zoop, zoop a doop, zoop a doop. <laughs> You're making a shoe breath. I am. Oh, no. Thank you. Here I go. Here I go. Girls, what's with this blood? So sorry. You're welcome, Abby. Yeah. So shoop is this season's song. Not pre-appropriated to be zoop. <laughs> Make me want to zoop, zoop, zoop. Uh, so, uh, Stefan got champagne from the year Elena was born. 
to celebrate. Weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. To celebrate her first feed. And he's like, yeah, it was disgusting and traumatic and horrible, but you did it. You survived it. Melena's like, yeah, me sure did. Um, <laughs> I d- definitely drank the blood and kept it down. And Steph is like, look, I know it wasn't perfect. I choked down for a month before I could stomach the taste. And it gets But it's not found. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. You loved it. You took a slurp of Giuseppe and you're like, this is great. <laughs> I think he means animal blood specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. I think he's like, I, when I ate like a squirrel, I was like, whoa. <laughs> Well, then you should have been like, maybe I should learn to manage human blood. <laughs> That's what should have been your reaction. God, he's an idiot. <laughs> I love him. Uh, and he is just like so excited. And Elena's like, you're really happy. And he's like, yeah, you're here and alive-ish. And we're going to get through Aww. this. Oh, Stefan, you sweet slumber child. Yeah, so they like pop the champagne and they're giggling and there's bubbles. It's really cute. They kiss. Damon calls. <laughs> Ruins it all. Gotta call uh, Stefan on his HTC phone. <laughs> As someone who used to have an HTC phone, I, I know an HTC phone when I see one. <laughs> and how did you find the HTC phone? I was a fan and I was upset when I had to switch to Samsung because the new HTC phone hadn't been made in time mm. for when I needed to get my upgrade. So I'm a fan of an HTC phone. Thanks a lot, the CW. That's product placement corner. <laughs> HTC phones. Let us read ad copy. <laughs> Oh, God, give me that HTC money, please. <laughs> I want us to become real money monsters. I think we should just try to get a lot of money. <laughs> How do we not have, like, sponsors beating down the doors to the Empire Diaries yet? <laughs> what could we sponsor? Um, cider? Lisa Mattresses! <laughs> You're, like, going for something in your life, and I'm just like, I want the big podcast money, baby. <laughs> Come on, Squarespace. I'll play along. <laughs> We'll pretend that we're hosted by Squarespace. We got you got templates. <laughs> I would. I just want to. I just want to do the the Scarlett Johansson chandeliers as an Elsie sketch, but for whatever ad anyone would ask us to read, you gotta get yourself a Squarespace website. <laughs> Look at this one. Look at that one. Look at this one. I'm just thinking of like Sunseeker Yakets. <laughs> See, this is good. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so then Damon and Elena uh, have this little scene at the grill. And Damon, again, says that the seat is taken. And she says, there's no one here. He says, well, I'm just going to pretend like there's someone here because the alternative is just too damn depressing. Oh, I have to go. So Elena asks him if he blew up the town council. <laughs> And David says, am I wearing my I blew up the council t-shirt? Why does everyone keep asking me that? I mean, I feel like it's obvious why they keep asking you that, Damo. Because it's your vibe. <laughs> She's like, did you? And he goes, no. Uh, and he goes, do you have any other fucking questions for me? And she's like, yeah, okay. How do you drink blood? Yeah, I can't keep animal blood down. And he's like, wow, shocker. <laughs> and she's like, I need your help. And he says, of course. He says, pick your next meal. And he points at all of these people. <laughs> And identifies them by their race. <laughs> and uh, she's like, like, when he said gay, I was like, I don't know if we like this. <laughs> uh, and then Elena's like, no, 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 like no human blood. Stefan's right. I have to try to get through this without hurting anyone. And he's like, oh, fine. And then he pulls her into the bathroom. <laughs> um, and nobody is like, why is that adult man going into the bathroom with a teenage girl? <laughs> Fucking Mr. Are you no, okay? But I, re- I really liked this scene. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, I'm sure you did. 
so he chomps on his hand and tries to give it to her. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's, she says, what are you doing? And he says, giving you what you need. I don't know that vampire blood should be, work, but whatever. I mean, it doesn't, but that's not the reason why. Yeah. And Damon's like, you're a new vampire. You need warm blood from the vein. Maybe this will do the trick. Or not. Just don't tell Stefan. And she's looking at the blood and she's like, why not? And he's like, oh, because blood sharing's kind of personal. Uh, everyone write down in your vampire diaries that she took the slurp from Demo. Uh, Put it exactly like that. Yes. <laughs> Jill, what would you like to say about the scene? Um, <laughs> first of all, Marina and the Diamonds was playing in the background, which was very important to me. Um, <laughs> but I don't know what blood sharing means in this universe, but I do know what it means in other universes. <laughs> Well, what do you interpret from the way the scene went down? Uh, <laughs> because I know in my notes, I wrote, this is sex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel Jill. like he probably should have explained it to her before doing that. Uh-huh. Most likely. Yeah. Um, Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Well, he, like, um, when he, when she was drinking from his hand and he put his arm around her and started gently stroking her hair while that happened, what were your thoughts on that? No thoughts. Head empty. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, blacked out a little bit, too. (laughs) I was unwell during this scene, I'll say. (laughs) I'm already in a weird uh, headspace from this weekend, so (laughs) I was, um... This was a good scene. It's good to me. Was I anything to say? I, I think I said it at all when I said in my note. This is sex. Seems yeah. like it's sex. I feel like it's got to be more, right? There's got to be more to it than just that. We'll, see. we'll write that in your vampire diary that you think it's more. Look, it's definitely personal. We've gotten that confirmed. I already forgot in the Vampire Diaries universe, but does vampire blood have an effect like a drug on people? Um. On humans, it heals you. Right. And Vicky, when she took it, like, kind of felt buzz, but that does kind of feel like maybe kind of like a Vicky specific thing that, like, any kind of controlled substance, she can kind of, unfortunately, she, like, seems to have, like, an addictive personality mm-hmm. and, like, kind of can't handle her substances. Right. It's not like true blood, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, it like, is. It's not a V situation. Sorry, my brain was just like, if uh, there's going to be a moment, there has to be. There has to be a moment coming up where Damon drinks from her, too. <laughs> that is <laughs> my fucking mind. <laughs> oh, my God. I just. Oh, Jill. Well, I don't remember that happening, so it probably doesn't. Uh, speaking of this is sex to me, uh, at the Lockwood Mansion, Caroline and Tyler are in bed. At least it wasn't a, like a cut to another Jeremy scene. <laughs> Christ. Uh, so Caroline shoves Tyler off of him and is like, this is wrong. A bunch of people died and we're having sex. Grief sex, he says. <laughs> it's good boy. He says, it's healthy. And she goes, it's selfish. <laughs> uh, and Tyler says, it's natural. Besides, if we stopped having sex every time somebody in this town died, we'd explode. <laughs> So he is trying to get back to it. Caroline's like, we have to be more sensitive. He says, I love you. How's that for sensitive? Jill? And I love them. <laughs> the scene is very cute. My The thing that bumped for me this whole episode is like, the characters that died, we didn't know them. 
So like I have no grief. There's there's nothing here, and we're supposed to be like, oh, it's sad because I mean it is sad if you know a group of people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but in this universe, people die so often that I'm like, we don't know who these people are. Why are we focusing? <laughs> I think we're definitely, like, like through April, like, I think, like, we have kind of, like, conduits of grief in the show. Like, there are people who care, and we're supposed to care because they care. Because, like, I mean, April seems really nice, and she just lost her dad and is, like, struggling with it. And for Elena, it's very, like, you know, triggering. Mm-hmm. Rick's death is still, like, very fresh. Yeah, just happened. She just became a vampire. He just died. This is very recent. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of more of a like grief is in the air thing. Okay. And this is like an episode kind of exploring that. But I, I, I don't hugely disagree with you. Like it, it's for me, it's like still like a very like actiony mm. peace movie plotty like kind of fun episode. Like I don't find myself hugely sad, sad other than like honestly like the Rick stuff. I think is yeah. Sad. <laughs> I think also part of it, like the focus is specifically not so much that we're supposed to, you know, feel bad for, you know, all these uh, proud boys and zealots that died, but specifically the fact that something is amiss and why exactly did, you know, Pastor Young decide, hey, uh, I'm going to go full Heaven's Gate on uh, our asses right now. Like, what exactly is the reason behind that? So, yeah, we're supposed to be focusing specifically on the, the, the mystery and the possibility of more. Yeah. Okay. I would agree. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with you not feeling grief during the episode. Yeah, I don't think that's like a failure. Um, I don't think that's necessarily a thing you have to feel. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Tyler and Caroline are so fucking cute. Then there's a little bit. Of, the, the doorbell rings downstairs, and Tyler goes down and sees that Connor is there. He is saying hi to Carol. And he wants to come in. And uh, Carol's like, I know who you are. And I believe that the sheriff made it clear that the tragedy at the farmhouse was an internal manner. Like she's trying to shut this down. Mm-hmm. And then Connor walks in with this proof. He's not a vampire. So he can't, can't do like, no, you can't come in. He's going to walk the fuck in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I kind of kind of looks like a cover up to me. And uh, he's like, you have to be aware, like, this wasn't an accident. Any rookie fireman could tell you that. And Carol's like, who the fuck are you? The press? He's like, not exactly. And also, if you're the mayor, why weren't you at the council meeting? And she's like, it wasn't official business. (laughs) So Carol is not doing a great job under scrutiny. (laughs) She's really not. She has failed twice in a row. But to be fair, she's also like at her home. Like, it's not like she's like at work or something. Like, it's like nighttime. (laughs) This is weird. (laughs) So Tyler is like, hey, mom, what's going on? And he's putting his shirt back on, um, which is important to note for plot reasons. (laughs) He's like, is there something I can help you with, dude? And he's like, yeah, maybe I'm Connor. And he reaches out, Tyler takes his hand, and then his skin starts to burn. Because it seems like this guy's fingerless gloves are like soaked in vervain or something. Uh, Tyler like falls on the ground. Carol's freaking out. Caroline hears from upstairs. She grabs a shirt to wear. And Carol's like screaming. Tyler has to jump up and zoom out the window. (laughs) Because Connor has shot him a million times in the chest. Yeah! And so then... Like, they're all just there, and it's very upsetting. Yeah, I don't I don't care for it. Connor, like, runs out the door. Caroline comes down in a shirt and underwear. And <laughs> she and Carol both just stare at Tyler's puddle of blood, and it's very upsetting. 
put all the blood they have to focus on to not discuss the fact that uh, she was upstairs fucking his hair <laughs> Oh, Carol knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> Carol knows what's going on under her roof. Truly. Like, d- Caroline is so far from the first girl Tyler is fucked in their home. <laughs> Uh, remember uh, Caroline's walk of shame out of Tyler's room in season three and when Carol shoots her? <laughs> oh. uh, zoinks. Uh, fun times. Fun times. <laughs> Great town. We love it. So then at the Salvatore house, Stefan is pulling the wooden bullets out of Tyler's torso. And uh, Caroline is like watching nervously. And Stefan looks at the bullets and he's like, these are specially carved. The length, the width. If you were a normal vampire, you would be dead. Uh-oh. Yeah, and Tyler was like, this guy knew what he was doing. His gloves must have been steeped in vervain. He was looking for a vampire, and he didn't hesitate the second he found one. So there are these weird etchings on the bullets, but uh, Stefan can't touch them. He's, like, burned by it. And Caroline asks if they're spelled, and Stefan says, I don't know, but they're something. Ooh. Jill, any thoughts? Um, I just, I, I don't know. My thoughts, like, predicting are that he's like a demon of some sort but like i feel like that's wrong so my thoughts are incorrect <laughs> oh chill chill you don't know that maybe she's a demon <laughs> believe in yourself i do believe in demons <laughs> so then uh at the mystic falls church everything's uh you know being laid out for the memorial uh matt kind of walks up to elena and is like hey you look not well and she's like i'm fine just my emotions are all all over the place everything's heightened i mean Uh, just the sight of the names of the dead makes me want to cry for a week yeah that's something they gotta figure out yeah um matt's like well you didn't have to volunteer for this which is an extremely good point holy someone else could have done this uh and she's like no no no. people died i have to People we've known our whole lives. Why isn't Caroline doing this? I, well, I, I guess because she was maybe because she was on the lamb for some of this. Well, she's not on the lamb anymore. Yeah, fair enough. He went kaboom. Hey, look, she's busy banging Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> which we all must respect. So they spot April Young and Elena is like, oh, shit. Like, I can't believe she's here girl i used to babysit and uh they have this really nice little scene and they they hug and elena asks her if she's gonna survive this april's like they want me to speak i guess all the kids who lost someone can what am i supposed to say like sorry my dad didn't fix the gas line and if i don't say anything like what if no one does my dad and i didn't always get along but everyone deserves to have nice things said about them at their own funeral like i mean at my mom's funeral everyone said really nice things and that's like poor orphan yeah it's really sad. Elena gives good advice, which is you say what you want to say or you don't say anything. Don't worry about your dad. Everyone in the town loved him. And April's like, yeah. And she starts to choke up. And she's like, up until two days ago. And we see that like this is really hitting her like very hard. Like That's not a position any kid should have to be in, where she's like not only like grieving her parent, but also having to deal with like the way the town is handling it and like town politics. And so like everyone should be trying to help her. They should, but they're all uh, self-involved pricks. Yeah, everyone's a little, little bitch. So Elena runs away and she pukes up Damon's blood in the toilet. And then she Whoops. walks over to the sink and she pukes again in the sink. And again, it was, we're saying that it is her like overwhelming guilt. Well, you know, don't tell Stefan. That's some guilt right there. So she's going to puke that blood up. <laughs> and she gets blood all over her dress, which is sad. It's a cute dress. Who among us hasn't puked up blood on their dress? <laughs> 
I just felt bad for her because I've also thrown up in a sink once, but oh no. <laughs> Who among us hasn't thrown up in a sink at least once? Look, sometimes you have the flu and you don't make it in time. This is true. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, then Bonnie is lying on the couch at her home that she has. And uh, Stefan's banging on her door and is like, I know you're in there. I can hear you breathing. Please. It's important. So Bonnie opens the door. And she's like, are you okay? And Stefan's like, wants to walk in, but can't. So he asks to be invited in. Bonnie nods and allows him to come in. And she start, he like hugs her and she cries. And I really liked this. I love a, a Bonnie-Stefan friendship beat. It's sweet. I miss them. Yeah, they were really sweet. Like, it's like especially like first season stuff. Like, they were really yeah. nice. I like. I think that they have like a very lovely friend chemistry. They can both be very like quiet and gentle with each other. I think in a way that is nice. Like, they're both good actors that are good at silence, mm-hmm. which is weird for such a dialogue heavy show. Maybe that's why they don't hang out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I love them. So she starts crying. And they go in the living room, and she explains that she feels like her grams like died all over again that it's like all her fault because she didn't listen i mean these are all true sorry buddy but it's all true yeah and um like stefan's like look you're dealing with the other side what you saw isn't necessarily reliable the witches might have just been messing with you god damn it stefan (laughs) you always say well they're just lying and then you're wrong (laughs) you idiot jeez uh, Savani's like, I don't know, it worked. I tried to do a basic nature spell just to like clear my head this morning and it brought it all back. It was happening all over again. And she says, I'm sorry, I'm such a mess. And I'm like, don't, you have to be sorry. And she no, mentions here that she's completely blown off Jamie. And she's like, but you came here because you needed something, right? And he's like, I did, but it can wait. She goes, no, 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 Stefan, I'm, I'm okay. You're not exactly a drop by kind of guy. <laughs> so something's wrong. Just tell me. Uh, which is really like I appreciate like they were cutting to the chase and being like we're not that kind of friends. <laughs> Thank you for being polite to me, but like I know what the deal is here. <laughs> so Stefan shows her the bullets and he's like these burned at the touch. It could be a vervain thing, but have you ever seen anything like these symbols before? And she goes, no, it's not magical writing. She says, where did you get these? And Stefan says, I think we have a new vampire hunter in town. To which. Cat Graham delivers a perfect. That's bad timing. <laughs> it's so funny. She that delivery so was funny. incredible. Amazing. Bonnie's got jokes now. I I love a body joke. It's so good. It's a very very good moment. Fantastic button on this scene. I am thrilled. So then uh, our next scene's at the church. Elena's in the bathroom. She's cleaning up all the blood. She's on the phone with Damon. And he's like, I'm here. Where are you? She's like, basement bathroom. Then the knob starts jiggling. And she's like, is that you? And Damon's like, no. So she has to (laughs) yell. She's like, sorry, someone's in here. And I reveal that I am a lowbrow, disgusting moron. Because I want her to be like, I'm pooping. But that is not this show. They did not do that. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that's why you would go to the basement bathroom to poop, right? Like, everyone be chill. (laughs) (laughs) So it turns out on the outside, it is Connor, (laughs) which is concerning. Because if he is a hunter, uh, she is a vampire. Uh, Yikes. So um, she's like, David, you need to hurry. Uh, And she's trying to clean up all the blood and the sink and the floor and the toilet. It's a lot. So Damon shows up and he's like, I got you a new dress, blah, blah, blah. And um, Damon notices Connor and is like, do you stalk small town funerals or something? So Elena pokes her head out and is like, sorry, I spilt 
coffee all over my dress. <laughs> Connor introduces himself. And he's like, I'm Connor Jordan. And uh, Damon will not shake his hand. He says he's a germaphobe. And he's like, is everything okay in there? And Elena's like, yeah, just a minute. And she's like, like getting all the bloody tissues and like shoving them in her purse. <laughs> Which is smart. God, what a weirdo. Yeah, what a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Remember when this was supposed to be like an aspirational CW show about how hot it would be to have a vampire boyfriend and now our romantic lead is like gaunt and (laughs) puking everywhere and having to (laughs) cover up her puke. (laughs) So much puke. (laughs) She vomits so much in this episode. It's gross. I love her. Aspirational. Aspirational. I wish that was me. Uh, so then Damon like teases him. He's like, what brings you to Mystic Falls? Are you a Bible salesman? He's like, nope. I'm an environmental cleanup. Heard you had a bit of a pollution. Ha ha. And Damon's like, I'm unaware. I breathe pretty easy. You're a nerd. And Elena comes out wearing black, which was like, was it not your plan to wear black to this all along? It's a fucking funeral. <laughs> you were going to wear dusty rose to this funeral? <laughs> So Damon's like, enjoy your stay. We love visitors and the scenery's to die for. And then he gasps and goes, oh, funeral pun, too soon. Sorry. (laughs) He's a little stinker. (laughs) So then April runs into Connor and he's like, oh, you scared me. I'm sorry. I was just practicing my speech for my dad. And then he stabs her. (laughs) It's so fucking brutal. Not nice. (laughs) Uh, you would think that Kevin Williamson was still around. You would. So then uh, outside, Elena's like, hey, did you bring that blood bag? And Damon's like, could you fucking be a little louder? Like, this is supposed to be secretive. And I'm like, if it's secretive, why are you doing it in broad daylight? Why couldn't she drink the uh, bring, <laughs> blood in the bathroom? Or bring like a thermos. Bring a thermos. <laughs> they don't have to be in the bath. <laughs> stupid and uh so he's like here and she like tries to drink it but it already makes her sick and she spits it out and she's like it tastes like what's wrong with me and he's like i don't know maybe your doppelganger blood is making you reject the transition and she's freaking out she's like i'm dying aren't i what is this excuse he's pulling out of his ass yeah it's very pulled out of his ass and he's like you're not dying you just need to drink from the vein and she's like no no no, i can't risk killing anyone maybe i'm better off dead and Damon's like, don't think like that. You're going to be fine. Okay. And then they have to go inside for the funeral. Stefan sees David uh, with a blood bag, putting it in Elena's purse. He's like, because it's out in the open. He's like, fuck. Stefan's like, what's in the bag? And Damon's like, oh, you know, mid-service snack. Church always gets me hungry. A whole blood of Christ thing, you know? <laughs> Another great excuse from... A smart person great at making excuses. Damon's like, fine, I brought it for Elena. And Stefan's like, you really are intent on having your way. And he's like, it's not my way. It's the only way. So they have the same fight they had before. And Damon's like, look, here's the deal. She's going to go off the rails eventually. Like, why don't we just make it happen now? And then we can get her back on the rails. Um, for some reason, this glowing logic does not work on Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's like, she's strong. We can help her if she can survive. And Damon says, she's starving. She hasn't been able to keep down blood for days. Stephanie's is shocked because this was kept from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, she lied. Your four-legged protein shake was a bust. Juice box is a no-go. She can't even keep my blood down. Dick. Uh, 
To which Stefan responds, she drank from you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Damon's like, oops, I said that out loud. And leaves. Christ. His boys. I love dorks. it. I love it. <laughs> you love a dork boy? Oh, yeah. Two alphas. <laughs> uh, uh, so then... Matt and Elena and Jeremy uh, kind of have this little meetup. Everyone's like, hey, Elena, are you okay? Because you look awful. And uh, Jeremy's like, you know, April's looking for you. She wants help with her speech. And Elena's like, oh, okay, where is she? Cut to uh, up on the balcony. Connor is loading a gun and has April gagged and tied up, leaning against the balcony wall, which is pretty upsetting. And Jeremy's like, oh, I don't know. Sorry. So then Stefan uh, sees Tyler and Caroline uh, there and he's like, Tyler, what the fuck are you doing here? And Tyler says, being sensitive to the community's loss. <laughs> I mean, he is the mayor's son. He kind of has to be there, I guess. And but Stefan's like with a hunter out to get you. And he's like, I'm not letting a hunter stop me from being where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> but then Caroline says, also, if he shows his face, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> God, I love it's them cute. so much. I so absolutely screamed. That is so great. It's it's very cute. Caroline being fighty for Tyler is so dang cute. It is a dream. An absolute dream. All the listeners are like, even Morgan is on this train right now. What is happening? How could you not be? Caroline says she's going to do violence for him. And in the world of the Empire Diaries, threatening acts of violence is the strongest statement of love <laughs> anyone can make so they're cute stefan's like jesus fucking christ and walks away <laughs> carol opens the mass and asks if anyone would like to share a memory um she's like i know april young wanted to speak april where are you well, she didn't even want to speak carol just made her i know the classic carol lockwood making someone do something <laughs> they don't want to do yeah so not great so uh carol's like oh okay no april Anyone else want to share a recollection or a memory about Pastor Young? And uh, fucking Elena is like, I'll do it. Elena's pale ass. <laughs> Carol's like, cool, Elena, come on up. She's not like, Elena, you look unwell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Elena, sit down. <laughs> so uh, Connor is like looking at everybody in his like gun sight, which is very upsetting. Damon enters the church and dips his hand <laughs> in the bowl of holy water and does the sign of the cross. It fucking rules. It absolutely rules. It's so funny. He whispers to himself, don't know why that always makes me smile. That was my favorite part of this whole episode. I know. I was like, did you die? <laughs> I lost my mind. <laughs> it's very hot. It must be acknowledged. Yes. Uh, so David uh, sits down next to Stefan, looks up at Elena and goes, she doesn't look so good. <laughs> Stefan's like, oh, well, maybe you should have told me she was rejecting all food sources. <laughs> to which Damon replies, jealousy is beneath you, brother. And Stefan says, oh, bite me. Uh, yeah. The boys are so grumpy this up. Grumpy old boys. It's very cute. I love when the boys are grumpy with each other. It's very cute. Oh, God. Can someone, one of you ampies, please uh, get like a grumpy old men poster and then like Photoshop Paul and Ian and then, like just change men to boys? Please. Would love. Uh, they are so cute because they are old boys. <laughs> so um, Elena starts giving her speech and she is like very unwell. Lots of us, not the usual Elena eloquence we are used to. 
Uh, she's like, uh, I'm nervous. Uh, she looks at David and Stefan. She says, the worst day of loving someone is the day that you lose them. And she like takes a deep breath because I think just saying that has made her extremely sad. Because <laughs> again, she's like all over the place. And then she stops and we hear a dripping sound. So it turns out in the back of the room, Connor is like bleeding April in an attempt to expose all the vampires to like drive them crazy with the smell of blood, which is a great plan. It is. It's a really good plan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jill, how did you feel about this? Yeah, this was so tense. The entire scene was so tense. Yeah. So good. So Caroline goes, do you smell that? To Tyler and Tyler goes, blood. (laughs) (laughs) What a saucy little delivery from Trevino. (laughs) So Elena starts panting. And uh, Damon murmurs to everyone, nobody move, don't turn around, it's a trap. It's so cool that they're using a little vampire and they all talk to each other. It's great. And it's so fun to see them like all be smart. Like it's just, it's it's good stuff. Yeah. This is the kind of like the thing the Vampire Diaries does best. Like big schemes and like plans and everybody kind of uniting and being a team. I adore it. I, I really liked this. At first I was like, how are they all hearing each other? <laughs> like they're so far away and then i was like god damn it Jill. <laughs> this is me again me and morgan and the gilbert ring in 1864 how does it work how is he writing his entry if he's dead <laughs> god i'm sorry so then uh elena like cannot give her speech anymore she's freaking out she starts to get horny eyes so stefan runs up and is like you know uh elena can't talk right now she's too sad <laughs> I'll take my unwell girlfriend away from here. Mm-hmm. So uh, Stefan leads Elena off the stage into the back, like into like the pew with Matt. And uh, the priest starts giving the service. And Elena's like, Stefan, there's blood. I can smell it. What the fuck? And Stefan's like, it's cool. You just got to focus, push back. Uh, Matt is like, hey, what the hell is wrong with her? Not all of us have vampire hearing. <laughs> <laughs> and Stefan explains that she's hungry. and She hasn't fed. And Matt's like, okay, get her out of here. And Seven says, I can't. Someone's watching us. And Damon says, I'm going to go rip his head off right now. <laughs> oh, Damon. And Seven's like, please don't do that, Damon. You're going to expose all of us. He says, I think the risk will be slightly diminished when I, you know, rip his head off. <laughs> A scamp. Elaine is like, Stefan, I'm fucking losing it. Uh, and Damon's like, you have 10 seconds before I do this. <laughs> he goes, three, two, one, bye. And Matt, king of my heart. solves it all he says wait 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 elena feed from me he goes come here everyone will just think you're upset feed from me and everybody's like oh okay well this is like a good idea so she goes she hugs him and she buries her head in his neck and takes a big old chop and then after she stops herself and she says thank you manners good for her matt matt did good it's helpful as I said in the chat, thank God she has a single human friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just one. One's all I need. See, now, now Matt's useful to you, huh? <laughs> oh, so now you're glad Matt's here. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> so it's great. Like, she's like, cool. All, I'm all good. I feel better. And uh, Tyler decides to just, like, get up and... and and start walking, and Caroline's like, what the fuck are- huh? But Elena's like, the blood has to be April. We've gotta go help her. But everybody's like, we can't risk that. But Elena knows the risk, and she decides she has to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So then who gets up on stage interrupting the entire service? But Tyler- The number one team player, 
Tyler Lockwood. Yeah. He gives a monologue about the pastor teaching him to like team sports. Um, he talks about how important it is to be a team and a community. And Connor shoots him. He's like, you gotta, sometimes you gotta sacrifice. And then that's when Connor shoots him. <laughs> that was his sacrifice, getting shot. You know, you knew it'll be fine. Yeah, like, you know Jesus. what? I survived it once. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I lived, bitch. <laughs> What if he was wearing an I Lived Bitch t-shirt to this funeral? Truly, everyone on this show needs an I Lived Bitch shirt. Everyone on the show at one time or another has strong I Lived Bitch energy. Jeremy needs like at least like three of them. <laughs> Anyways, I love um, Tyler Lockwood with my whole heart. He took one for the team and I will never stop loving him. He lived, bitch. So Carol, having watched her son get shot twice in 24 hours is naturally <laughs> distraught <laughs> caroline rips the like stakes out of his chest and uh stefan is like runs over there tyler's coughing he says i'm gonna kill that bastard <laughs> and stefan's like damon's way ahead of you stay here i gotta go help him Elaine is like well what about april and caroline's like i'll get that and carol's just looking at her son is like i have to call an ambulance carol's like no he's fine she goes the whole town just watched him get shot. I'm calling a fucking ambulance. Yeah, it's like do a compulsion for the ambulance so like you can get but like you gotta get the, the ambulance. <laughs> oh god. Tyler's not in like the memorial scene at the end. So is it he's like still at the hospital under observation by like Meredith Fell. Yeah, Meredith Fell's like, oh god, the blood like she's like shut the door, she keeps coming covering herself in blood and running out and being like, it's crazy in there. <laughs> Doing fake surgery on him? I'm saving his life, but no one come using, in. Using the healing power of laughter to save him. <laughs> I wish that Meredith Fell like did full clown makeup and was a doctor clown. She kind of is a doctor clown when you really think about I it. I mean, we've turned her into one for sure. <laughs> this is the podcast that let's talk the most about Meredith Fell, I think, of all the Vampire Diaries podcasts. Yeah, so... See if uh, any of the other ones do that. <laughs> See if you guys do a deep dive on why she's actually the most important character there is. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Damon uh, runs outside and he and Connor have a fight. But Connor seems like very strong. So like whatever he is, he's not a human because he's able to like fight Damon hand to hand pretty well, which is crazy. But uh, he riddles Damon with bullets and uh, zoops off in his car. So yikes. Stefan finds Damon shot and on the ground, and Damon's like, ow, this hurts. <laughs> so Stefan holds his hand out to him and starts to pull him up, and instead punches him in the face. Noise. And Damon goes, what was that for? And Stefan goes, you know what, and leaves. He does. He does know what. Cranky boys. Uh, but I love them. <laughs> also, did Connor get away in the Florida truck? I can't remember. Oh now. no, it's a, it's a, it's not blue. It's like a pickup. It's a black car. Okay, it's a it's a real truck, <laughs> not the Florida truck. <laughs> yeah, we have no way of knowing what state he's from based on his car. <laughs> he's gonna pick up real trucks and every other truck. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so then Elena finds April up on the balcony. She's gagged and bleeding. It's very uh, upsetting. But Elena uh, sees her and gets horny eyes and starts running She's at her. Yeah. yeah. But Caroline, the only good vampire, uh, stops her. The one her. who should have been helping her the entire time. Yeah. She's like, she's not dead. But if you feed on her, you will kill her. 
but Elena's not listening. She's like, let go of me. And Caroline's like, no, look, look at her. It's April, April Young. She's not a warm body for you to feed on. She's your friend. And Elena does start to calm down. And Caroline's like, she's an orphan, just like you. She's scared, just like you were. And so Caroline bites her wrist and gives April her blood. And April's like, please, like, don't hurt me. Which is so sad. And Caroline's like, no one's going to hurt you. And she tells uh, Elena, she needs you. You can make her forget all of this. And Elena's like, no, 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 Caroline, you do it. She goes, no, no, the only way you're going to learn is if you do it yourself. The only good teacher vampire here. And uh, luckily, Elena does it. And, you know, instead, she doesn't, like, just vomit Matt's blood (laughs) on April. Because that would be very awkward. Yeah. So far, she's keeping that down. So um, Caroline's like, you can do it. You just have to believe what you're telling her. So she says, so she tells April, everything's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. Just like I got through it. I'm going to help you. I promise. And April's like, cool. I'm going to be okay. You're going to help me. And Elena says, you watch the funeral from up here so you can grieve alone. It was a beautiful service. People said really nice things. And April smiles, but I'm like, a person got shot. <laughs> and no one talked. <laughs> if she has- Elena didn't tell her that part. Like, if she has that as her recollection of it, and everyone's like, I'm really sorry, but what happened at your dad's funeral? Isn't she going to be like, what? Everyone was so great. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you had, and you're totally uh, going to be a fully fleshed out character after this. <laughs> she should have added that mm-hmm. to help. So uh, then uh, at the grill, we have a Jeremy and Matt scene. Matt's like, that was fucked up. How do you think they're going to cover this one up? <laughs> How can you not love Matt? And Jeremy's like, an assassination attempt on the mayor's son. And Matt goes, altar boy goes postal. And they're just being <laughs> bleak as fuck. Oh, this is their lives. God. So then Connor is sitting at the bar and he's like, hey. And he looks at Matt's big old neck band-aid and says, what happened here? And Matt says, oh, uh, girlfriend went a little overboard and leaves. <laughs> Matt. God. Then Jeremy looks over at Connor and sees a large tattoo on his arm and hand with interesting symbols. And he says, nice ink. It starts to leave. And I'm like, what now? <laughs> You're 15. <laughs> Don't say nice ink, you idiot. <laughs> I hated it. I'm not usually this mad at Jeremy, but for some reason I was like, why does this make me madder than anything he's ever done? It's the heat. It's the heat. <laughs> uh, it is the heat. So, like, Matt's like, what fucking... Rather than Matt being like, that was fucking lame to say, he says, what ink? And Jeremy's like, you didn't see his tattoo? It was huge. And Matt goes, he didn't have a tattoo. And Jeremy goes, yeah, he did. Weird. What is the truth, <laughs> Jill? So after I said demon... I realized what show we are watching, and I'm now going to guess he's just a witch. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jill. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is black, so <laughs> the odds are in your favor there <laughs> on that prediction. Uh, oh, brother. So then in Connor's trailer... He has this letter that he took from the pastor's house. Which really could have helped everyone. Yeah. And no one's going on. Absolutely. Like, it's it's a letter to April and it says, sorry for what you're going through. What I did was an, a necessary sacrifice. And I'm afraid it's only the first of many more sacrifices to come. 
There's always been an evil that spread through Mystic Falls, but now a greater one is coming. My death is but the first in the war ahead. I will see you again when we all find our salvation. Until then, I love you, Dad. All right, nurse. <laughs> not sounding great. Not encouraging. I don't think that would have helped April to read that. It would have helped uh, the people that we know. Yeah. Like Liz and Damo and everyone blaming Damo for doing it. But yeah, it would not have helped April to learn that her dad uh, massacred a bunch of people. Yeah, especially he just goes, sorry, but I'm dead. <laughs> sorry, but this is Whoops. good, actually, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's only something Pastor Young would say. Uh, I'd love to tell my daughter, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but this is good, actually. <laughs> so then at the Salvatore house, Stefan pours Elena a big old glass of brown liquor. She sniffs it and like is like, ew. Elena, what show have you been on for the past three seasons? No. Stefan tells her, like, it helps with the cravings. She like drinks it and coughs, but she's drinking it. And he, she's like, you're mad. And he says, yeah, I'm mad. You lied. She's like, I didn't lie. I just didn't tell you. You were so happy. Things were going well. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin it for you. Seven says, you're in hell, which means I'm in hell. When you go to Damon for help? I mean, yeah, Elena, that's bad girlfriend etiquette, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so Elena, like, bursts into tears. and She's like, I just thought he'd understand. She says, you think I don't? And uh, he's like, you fed on him, Elena. You fed on him. And I know that might not mean much to you, but it means a lot to me. And I certainly meant a lot to Damon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It was sex. Yeah. Selena's so like, I didn't want to hurt you. I'm sorry. I look really, I'm really sorry. Why am I crying? And she like starts wiping her eyes. She's, I'm so sick it's of crying. It's so fucking heightened. I'm already like, now the bit is me being angry about hearing the word after this episode. Yeah. I'm like, honey, it's the heat. Um, <laughs> Paul Wesley gives a beautiful throwaway delivery of your emotions are a bit heightened right now. <laughs> I'm sure you're tired of seeing it by this point. <laughs> And Elena's like, I feel like I've been crying since the day my parents died. My life, it's like a never-ending funeral. We keep burying people. Want to know what's heightened? This grief. Jesus. Yeah. She's like, can't stop feeling bleak. Everyone's grief. (laughs) So Stefan's like, come on, we gotta go do something. And they walk away together. They're so fucking hot. It's a a warm one. Uh, But we're almost done. Really? <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, Jesus Christ, Rob Thomas said, man, it's a warm one. <laughs> the kids' bomb version. <laughs> Hot one was too spicy. Man, it's a warm one. <laughs> it's the heat. Oh. <laughs> it is the heat. Uh, guys, Santana's smooth. A great, great song. A friend of mine, it was the first song he ever learned all the words to. Oh my God. Yeah. It's my favorite thing about members. <laughs> and I like wow. them a lot, so it's saying something. So Mystic Falls High, we're outside. Damon um, is already pissed off he's here. He's like, what are we doing here? And Bonnie's like, I don't know. Just ask Stefan. So Caroline, Stefan, Elena, Matt, and Jeremy, and Bonnie, and Damon are all there. Damon's like, what the fuck is this? Stefan says, we were having the memorial we didn't get to have earlier. We need to start healing. Like, we've all lost so much, especially recently. I think we're numb to it. You know, we push it away. We make a joke out of it. Nor how we feel. We never just let ourselves grieve. Correct. Yeah, which is I like, true. Like, they all decide to kind of, like, light a lantern. Damon is not into it. He's like, we have to find out who this fucking hunter is. And, like, figure out what's going on with the council. Like, we have more important things to do. And Stefan says, not tonight, we don't. So he lights his lantern for his uncle Zach, 
his friend Lexi and for Alaric. Two of three killed by David. <laughs> but also, fuck Uncle Zach. Who's, who's hanging a lantern for Uncle Zach? <laughs> yeah, Uncle Zach stands. Give us a shout out if you exist. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> Uncle Zach stands. So Matt lights his for Vicky. Aww. Never gonna not hurt me. Caroline lights hers for her dad and for Tyler's because Tyler isn't there, which is very sweet. It's sweet, but also like two duds. I'm like, fuck these guys. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. You, you brought up Coach Tanner like Caroline should have just said for Coach Tanner also. Yeah, I joked that someone was going to be like, for Coach Tanner. <laughs> My best friend. But yeah, Caroline names two disappointing white men. <laughs> What if Meredith was there? It's like, to, to Mr. Tanner, my best friend, whatever. Like, she knows his name. <laughs> she knows his first name. <laughs> She's got a thing for history teachers. To my cousin Logan, to I guess my uncle, who was like, killed really hard that one yeah. time in like, Town Square. And to uh, my to, to my cousin who didn't win Miss Mystic Falls. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk driver. Uh, so, Jeremy lights his for for our parents and he looks at Matt for Vicky Anna Jenna and Alaric Jesus Christ <laughs> he tries to hand the lighter to Damon and Damon's like fuck this I'm out of here he leaves Bonnie lights hers for Grams which oh, God. and Stefan gives it to Elena and she gets up and she says okay this is for my mom my dad Jenna everyone you've all lost everyone that this town has lost and for me I guess <laughs> And she uh, laugh cries, which is great. And then they all release their lanterns, watch them float into the sky. And it's very, very sweet. Agreed. Yeah. I prefer their makeshift memorial for Rick, where they like don't say anything. But still, this is yeah. good. <laughs> it's a double dose of that. Yeah. So then over at the cemetery. Ah, <laughs> this is where I got emotional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Steven's drinking. He's talking to a tombstone. He says, they're floating lanterns in the sky. Can you believe that? A Japanese lantern is a symbol of letting go of the past. Well, here's a newsflash. We're not Japanese. <laughs> this is right, right in the chat. That Damon is very mad about cultural appropriation. <laughs> As we all know, uh, Damon was not a fan of slavery. He deserted uh, the Confederacy. So he's also not a fan of cultural appropriation. Woke Bay, Damon Salvatore. <laughs> So he's like, you know what they are? They're children. Like, lighting a candle is going to make everything okay. Or, like, pretending Elena's not going to end up just like the rest of us murderous vampires. They're stupid, delusional, exasperating little children. And then this is when he does the full reveal and says, I know what you're going to say. Makes him feel better, Damon. So what? <laughs> and then we pull out and we reveal he's been talking to Alaric's grave. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, what difference does any of this make? You know, like, in the end, when you lose somebody, every candle, every prayer is not going to make up for it. The only thing that you have left is a hole in your life where that someone you cared about used to be. And then we reveal that Alaric is sitting behind him, like his ghost is sitting behind him, just listening. And the fact that he is silent for like, basically this whole scene, I think is fucking great. And Damon looks down at his tombstone and goes, yeah, you get, just get the hole in a rock with a birthday carved into it that I'm pretty sure is wrong. <laughs> which Alaric laughs at, uh, which uh, is just devastating for, for me. I'm sure you guys. <laughs> so he's like, so thanks, friend. Thanks for leaving me here to babysit because I should have been long gone by now. 
I didn't get the girl, remember? I'm just stuck here fighting with my brother and taking care of the kids. You owe me big. He leaves the bourbon on the tombstone Aww. and he gets up and goes. And Rick says, I miss you too, buddy. And uh, then that's the end of the episode. And then we all cry. Oh, ow. What a And that's when she realized, like, halfway through that scene, I was like, oh, God, he was saving that seat for a lark. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, that hurts. It really does. Like, Alaric's loss I, is very felt. <laughs> yeah. He's off Colton it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is. He's off Colton it up <laughs> with Jessica Lucas and Alona Tall. <laughs> um, but yeah, ugh. A, a, a gut punch uh, of an ending. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've started season four. Yeah. So we've talked about it uh, a little bit. Uh, Elena, you know, puking all over the place. She puking. So I've I've inferred that it was, you know, her guilt. Because that makes sense, right? Yeah. What do you think, Jill? Do you agree? That it was her guilt? Making her puke. Yeah, that's why she was all uh, all pukey. I mean, sure. It's probably not that. Yeah, why do you okay. feel that? She, do, you have, do you have any guesses on why she is so pukey? You do not have to. I don't want to pressure you. You don't have to make a prediction if you don't have a... I'm pressuring you, Jill. Okay. Do it. Peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> um, I mean... We don't know much about Catherine's like transition from human to vampire side. So we don't know if it is the doppelganger blood or not. I'm guessing it's not because mm-hmm. Catherine is, seems fine. She's fine now. Part of me is like, oh, she's pregnant because that makes sense in my brain. <laughs> but it's <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> Jill, she's pregnant. <laughs> don't change a thing, Jill. <laughs> Thank you, Jill. That's how I view pregnancy is puking blood. <laughs> uh, if they just did Breaking Dawn, like that would absolutely rip. <laughs> Renezme. Oh, <stop>. <laughs> Renezme. <laughs> Renezme is my favorite character. <laughs> hey, that fucking puppet. <laughs> Get out of here. That puppet's like the funniest thing in the world. I. It's the most horrifying thing in the world. You, you know they didn't use it in the movie, right? You know, like they made the puppet and then they were like, this doesn't work. And so they like CGI'd something else in place. <laughs> the fucking Chucky ass looking thing. <laughs> they on set called it Chuck Nesme. Oh, oh. So good. <laughs> so good. So that's what you think's happening? No. Um, I don't think they would do that. I think that they are smarter. But I think that it's also something that you're not happy about. So how much smarter can it be, you know? (laughs) (laughs) We're going to see. I would like to say, because I know we've said a lot of stuff about season four, but I would like to say, I think so far, our season four is off to a great start. I think we're having a great time. The funeral scene rolled. Tyler Klaus absolutely wrecked um, (laughs) all of us. (laughs) The horniest we've been since Sage. (laughs) Seriously. A- another peak for us. Sage and T. Klaus. That is what we that's what we like. <laughs> it's true. Now I'm just in my head wondering what it is. I don't know. I'm assuming we're going to find out quite soon. So I don't know when we do, to be honest, but we will find out. Let me look. I'm not going to tell you, but I'm going to look for myself. Ooh. Should we? Should we do rankings? Yeah. No. No. Not this time. <laughs> no. Rankings. Yes, of course. <laughs> no. Yes. Don't take the show. Start some rankings. Okay. Start the clock. Rankings. Number five. Bonnie. And wow. she overtook 
Stefan solely from her delivery of bad timing. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, number four, we have Elena. Mm. Number three, we have Damon. Mm-hmm. Number two is Tyler. <laughs> and number one is Caroline. <laughs> uh, uh, Jill, do you have uh, some reasonings for all of these mm-hmm. uh, rankings? Um, Caroline's just the best, so she just remains at okay. one. Tyler, she do I have well. to explain? <laughs> no, okay. of course not. Um, Damon, I like him. I didn't like his piss babiness for the majority of the top end of what we watched, but towards the mm-hmm. Second yeah. half, I was like, this yeah. is good. Yeah. Elena, I just, I don't know, I'm, it's interesting. She's doing her best. Yeah. And then Bonnie is Bonnie. She deserves to be in top five. <laughs> yeah. Never need a reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have their crushes ready? Uh, yeah. Uh, my crushes are T-Klaus, both episodes. Yes, he's only in one episode. He's both episodes. Yeah. T-Klaus, T-Klaus, T-Klaus. <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna agree with you there, but I'm also gonna toss in Caroline for the second episode for threatening to beat someone up on Tyler's behalf. Mm-hmm. I mean that's good, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna say uh, the exact same as Jill. Yeah, it's 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 T Klaus and it's Caroline for looking very cute in hot pink underwear and for saying she was gonna beat someone up. Um and for yeah. being such a great friend and teacher. Yeah. That isn't crash yeah. worthy. What is? Just like Mr. Tanner, a great friend and teacher. <laughs> he knew all those dates. <laughs> but now But the only date he didn't know was the date he would die. Which Bonnie knew, so <laughs> see how you know I have a big thing with numbers lately. <laughs> <laughs> when Bonnie was seeing numbers, guys. Because you're psychic, you know. Because I'm watching a bunch of Friday Night Lights lately, I'm like, should we do a Friday Night Bites, Friday Night Lights miniseries? And I'm like, nope, that's only for me. Sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to, to say before we plugs? I'm so hot. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Stay, stay cool out there. <laughs> as soon as we're this recording stops, I am blasting those fans. Do it. Yeah. Okay, then we're going to finish it up right quick. Let's do uh, plugs. <laughs> yes. Follow me on Twitter at LaFergs. Follow us at Amp Diaries Pod also on Twitter. Do those things. R- rate us five stars. Please. We're dying. <laughs> Please. We love, we, you hear us when we read our five-star reviews. We're so excited. Follow me on Twitter at Lorgan Mudich and any other social media platform you would be interested in following me on. Just check that username. Maybe I'm there. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> Your deal. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Jill Baggins with two I's instead of two L's on Twitter. And any other social media, you can find me at Jill D-E-F-I. Yeah. Yeah. That's us. That's us. Bye. 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 <laughs> it's the heat. <laughs> Like seven inches from the midday sun Well, I hear you whisper in the words And melt everyone But you stay so